Hey friends, this is Justin. Wow, we have been doing this podcast for two years now. When we first started, we were all new to podcasting and most of us were new to audio engineering. And you can kind of tell in those first couple episodes. But eventually we got it together, upgraded our mics, made ourselves look good on stream. And despite being new to podcasting, I always wanted to start with audio that was slightly better than the plethora of actual plays that get started from independent creators. Uh, and I think we did a pretty good job starting off on a, on a decent foot. Um, but even though at the beginning we needed to focus on increasing our audio quality, there was never an episode that I felt bad about releasing until today some background. I let our patrons know this, uh, but for the wider audience, I've had some pretty crazy earth-shattering life changes happen over the few months and had to move. And with that has meant audio treating my new space and ensuring a stable internet connection. Enter the disaster for the professionals episode two and three. Unfortunately, some things happened, and the audio for the next two episodes was not recoverable. We've been debating for a while about what we wanted to do, and ultimately, since the video only existed for a short moment on Twitch and the vast majority of you didn't hear what happened, we have opted to re-record, picking up where we left off in the cliffhanger in episode one. Those episodes uh, that we recorded originally are now just going to exist as an alternate universe only in our minds and the handful of you that watched it live. That re-recorded episode 2 is going to be October 12th. <sighs> I'm sorry, we have made sure that this is never going to happen again. We put some backups in place to make sure that we will always be able to have some sort of audio saved. Um, in the meantime, I'm kind of excited because it means that we get to potentially have a, our second episode be something totally different than it was uh, when we first recorded it. Uh, if you're also interested as well in uh, as well too, the first episode of our new Avatar campaign is going to come out this Sunday in just two days. But I didn't want to leave you with nothing to listen to today, and so in the meantime. Please accept part one of Ash and Steel, GM'd by Danny, with special guests Michaela and Skyler from Benders and Brews. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another special Flying Bison podcast. We've got some more guests with us today. I am having <gasps> just a blast playing with a bunch of new people. Uh... Please give a, a flying bison applause to Skylar and Kayla from the Benders and Brews podcast. How are you? Awesome. Super excited to be here. Yeah. This is Skylar. This is Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, I don't want to I don't want to say it, but I, I had a feeling. Uh, well, it is a Saturday morning for all of us. How's uh, anyone got any big weekend plans? Getting ready for the holidays. Oh, yeah, it's mostly just that. Mm-hmm. You know. How do you guys, do you guys like go all out on decorating your houses? I 
this is the first year that I've had my house to decorate. And uh, actually just this last, was it two weekends ago? I think it was, I was planning on putting up lights and uh, my dad brought a ladder over. And then next thing you know, he and my brother were like putting the lights up for me. So I was kind of excited to like, wow, that was a lot of work off my shoulders. But um, yeah, I mean, I love the idea of, of being able to decorate. Yeah, Christmas is like my favorite. So nice. I always buy a couple extra Christmas things every year and mm-hmm. make it bigger. <laughs> like, Michaela, do you like, do you go all out? And like, if I walked into your house, it'd be like Christmas Village. Um. Probably not quite that much, but okay. I would love to get there. <laughs> She's working up to it. You know? She's yeah. working. Okay. A, f- a couple yeah. of years and oh, yeah. that'll be where Santa comes from. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of accumulate North- stuff as you go. Like every Christmas you're like, oh, I got like three more decorations or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, <laughs> we opened uh, or we uh, set up our tree the other night and I pulled out nice. the tree pulled out all the decorations and I we have a fake tree because it's just mm. it's better for the environment and it I don't know easier to store oh, and yeah. uh, I, I pulled it out and I set it up and I looked at it and I was like is it always that small and it's I, th- I think it shrunk I think it shrunk oh. between last Christmas and this Christmas <laughs> and I don't know how is that possible? I don't know how it shrunk I don't think so but it did no <laughs> all right you could always, uh, you know, put it on to put it on like a box, and then you just use the the tree runner to like cover up the box. Mm, there you be. go. I used to have a very it. small artificial tree, so I did that. Yeah, a lot. We, uh, Danny, you live that bachelor life. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you and your roommate planning to do any Christmas decorating? Oh, you no. gonna set up like a like a metal pole as your tree? Oh, oh no, no, the pole is already up. That's for that's for other things though. <laughs> no. Maybe like <laughs> while we're grocery shopping, we'll buy like Christmas themed like toilet paper or something. Oh, do they do they make that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, they do have, I'm sure like, they do. Embroidered toilet <laughs> paper. They have what? Like embroidered, you can put different. Oh, really? Pictures and Christmas stuff. Tree. Yeah. Yeah, like Christmas tree. Yeah, Christmas trees. What? Maybe they have that. It sounds I mean, I don't like know Michaela how knows usable that because but... she has <laughs> Christmas themed toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know. That's a next year thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sure. We're getting ahead of the she's, pipeline here. She's got to build the stock up. Uh, <laughs> Nick, it's it's your first uh, Christmas married. Yes. Yeah. But I, I mean, the last uh, like five Christmases we've lived together. So yeah. So like, what's the difference? But yeah, we'll be wearing rings this time around. Nice so. Christmas rings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wedding oh rings, God. marriage bands. <laughs> but they yeah. become Christmas ring every holiday season. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, they just change their properties. Are they golden? They are golden. Oh, there, well, you, there go. you go. You have two golden rings then. Three? Three. What day is that? <laughs> it's supposed uh, to be five. 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 Yeah, five. five. Yeah. We'll just change the order. So you just bit, need two you know? more. <laughs> Whatever's on day five, just make it three. So you only need three of those, you know. Yeah. Or and wait, the other way out. around. But yeah. <laughs> I need two more of something. What's number three? Something. I don't know what number three is. Uh, join us next week as we uh, check in with Nick on his quest to find all three of the 12 days of Christmas. 
Yes. <laughs> and just reorganize them to my benefit. <laughs> Some of them are going to be hard to find. I'm really excited how you get all those uh, pipers piping. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've got another another fun one shot, and it's another one shot that I am not GMing, which <gasps> is also exciting. Uh, and Nick is GMing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, Nick's not jamming. Uh, Danny. (laughs) Danny is doing this one, which is going to be a ton of fun. Danny, what do you got in store for us today? Oh, so much. We're not even playing Avatar. Cool. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All those characters we made. Nope. I'm actually going to force you guys to improvise short stories, and I'm going to choose the genre and um, plot points. And you just have to piggyback off of what I say. Kind of just sounds like you're writing a novel. Yeah, I'm just really just writing a novel and having you guys help. Which, to be explicitly clear, is not what GMing is. Just to not throw (laughs) especially not (laughs) in Avatar. (laughs) If you want to write a novel, you should write a novel. Yeah, I'll put my sci-fi novel on hold and I'll okay. I'll GM some Avatar for you guys. Okay. Uh, Well, with that being said, I (laughs) I will hand hand it over to our GM for the evening, Mr. Danny Wickman. Hello, I'm Mr. Danny Wickman. Um, today, I'm going to be jamming for you guys uh, the one-shot uh, from the Wanshi Tong rulebook for Avatar Legends, Ash and Steel. So this one-shot is going to plunge you into a trek across the Earth Kingdom to deliver important war plans um, stolen from the Fire Nation to aid in the efforts of the Earth Kingdom. Now... Before we get into the the thick of things, there's a couple questions that I have for each of your player characters. Um, so Long Fang, the Grand Secretariat of the Earth Kingdom, is the guy who has appointed you guys to make this journey, to go on this mission. Um, what noteworthy deed did your group perform um, in the fight against the Fire Nation to attract the attention of Long Fang? And also, I guess, uh, to expand on that, um, is this, is this, how did you guys like meet through this as well? Like, how did you guys all find yourselves in this situation? So it's kind of a bulky question, but let's (laughs) answer it. (laughs) We'll find it. Um, I mean, I guess if it just pitching ideas, I had mentioned this, you know, previously when we talked before to like get things set up and I was thinking about the, uh, that sort of boarding school or whatever you want to call it question. Since I think, I don't know, uh, Nick, how old would you say your character is? 17. 17. Okay. So mm-hmm. in theory it could work. And then Justin, I was thinking for your character, like what if she was like a teacher mm-hmm. or something at the school? Maybe, I don't know yeah. if that, if you feel uh, like that could it- work. No, I was thinking in the same way. Definitely be like a new teacher, though. Like a sub. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She's fresh. Yeah. 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 Substitute. Yeah. Substitute. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She's not even supposed to be there that day. And then something happens that we all deal with. And then Long Feng is like, wow, those that class of four kids, three kids, and that teacher. <laughs> well, they're the ones. I mean, the well, easy answer is the Fire Nation hall. attacked, right? Like, and then mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Changed. That's an easy one. Yeah. Um, Did everything also, change in the specifically my character. 
what was only really recently there. Right. Okay. As a student, just to be established. I'm also trying to like think about what Long Feng would find noteworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would be it would be also like I wonder if there's something maybe there's like a small rebellion mm. that or like yeah I'm just trying to like suss it out maybe like uh, some citizens start getting a little rowdy maybe some of the teachers at the school like say this was like a not maybe not a military school but something to that effect something government oh, run and yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of the teachers tried to unionize and we st- no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I was like, wait, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, I like that. I like that. So like, yeah, there's sort of some sort of uprising, and we managed to like quell it to some extent, or something along those lines. Maybe like I don't know, like a mosh pit or... army. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> army. Yeah. Well, I don't know how your characters would feel about that. I I know. What I, I will I will reveal, I think, my character's name at some point during this. I want it to be a a surprise. Yeah, I think I think we should stick with the Fire Nation line. Oh, uh, okay. So like maybe they were attacking the village. Um, you know, it's sure. one of those situations where it's like yeah. all the citizens have to get out, except we stayed for whatever reason. Yeah. We were uh, just maybe- in class. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even know did. that things were happening. I just didn't got hear cut any alarm bells happening. <laughs> I love the idea that it was an accident. Like we didn't intentionally plan yeah. on, you know, causing also, some sort yeah. of a salvation that's or fun. whatever. I like that. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> and then Long Feng's like, "Wow, those guys are awesome." <laughs> yeah, it's just at the end of our random, what we see as random skirmishes, we just defeat the dude leading the assault, and yes. yeah, they just give up, and we're like, "Oh." Is there a whole thing to this? I did. We just oh, uh, we we missed our beamed our way into this. <laughs> yes, <adventure>. yes, <laughs> that's a perfect description. Um, so, Danny, I have a clarifying question. Mm-hmm. Um, do are we? How are we contacted by Long Fang? Um, so I was actually going to kind of get into that and expand okay. on because it sounds like you guys kind of came to a decision. What do you guys think about this? What if while you're at the school for whatever reason? Doesn't really need to be expanded upon. Um, the rough rhinos um, oh. came and attacked. Okay. And um, the Dai Li were already on their trail, kind of trying to, you know, find them. But when they came to your school, um, the Dai Li were still a little behind. And mm. you guys were like, I guess we're fighting off some rough rhinos. Yeah. And you guys did a great job. Like you managed to fight them off and they actually retreated. And um, some agents of Long Fang, the Dai Li, kind of saw that. They saw the last part of that fight. And they're like, oh, that, wow. There's a teacher and three kids, man. What, what the heck? And um, let's say sometime after, maybe um, that same agent who saw you came to see you guys. And I was like, hey, I told you guys about my boss. <laughs> And he has <laughs> a proposition to make. Mm. Yeah, what do you guys think that about that? That sounds great. I love that. I like that. I like That's that a lot. Cool. So, so if you guys are all satisfied with that, we can move on to the next question. Right on. Um, Long Fang offered you guys, um, in, like through his agent, 
um, offers you guys something in exchange for delivering um, these war plans and the person in possession of them to Bossing Say. What does he offer you? Hmm. Is it going to be specific? It's going to be for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be let's oh trade gosh. from like something individual for each and every one of you guys like Santa Claus from Narnia. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's so not, it's not like Santa Claus from Narnia? It's not like Santa Claus from Narnia. It's like okay. one Can it be like Santa Claus from Narnia though? Okay. No. Long <laughs> Fang is Santa Claus from Narnia. Wong Fang went with like a Santa thing for a while. Yeah. Like he was having a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. He grew out his beard really long and <laughs> dyed it white. That's why, his name was, that's why his name is Long Fang. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 One idea. We're all at this school, right? Uh, in theory, we all, it's like uh, college in a sense. We all paid to be here. He's going to do student loan forgiveness. He's going to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that would be great. What does that? Uh, <laughs> that might hit home for a lot of listeners. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think for loan forgiveness, maybe a job opportunity. Ooh, yeah. job yeah. opportunity. That would be guaranteed. Cool. A guaranteed a internship. Service He's going to give us an internship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's basically what this is, right? Yeah. This, we're, not, yeah. we're not getting paid yet. <laughs> We are we are uh, auditioning for a full time internship that is paid. That is paid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I think like like somewhat off of that, less jokey, but somewhat off of that is like maybe just like funds for this for this mm. village, um, oh, for yeah. the school. Because it's I, I'm picturing like a not well off village. Yeah, mm -hmm. perhaps um, more 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 uh, regular protection and yeah like support. Yeah. Yeah, monetary or otherwise from the mm -hmm. Earth Kingdom. Yeah, they'll, they'll just make us be the support. Yeah, I like our mission. But we'll you get paid to it. do it. <laughs> so yes. We'll get paid to do it. You're right. So hopefully, the answer is financial support. Yeah, well, yeah, support for the for the village. Yeah, cool. Maybe a quick meeting with Long Thing. I don't know. Oh, I would love that. Yes, when we too. <laughs> I'd say that's something that Longfang probably doesn't guarantee, but I'm sure some of you mentioned in his no. agents. Like, never as long as we meet we'll him in do. like a public space that's not Lake Lao Guy, like that's anything but that. <laughs> I feel like almost Justin's character might want to love a private space in. where uh, no one can find us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. All right. So is everyone satisfied with that answer? Absolutely. And yeah. Like general support. Longfang, he's a powerful man. Mm-hmm. He can probably pretty effectively support this struggling sound. That's All right. right. Um, this is a question that each and every one of you has to answer. Consider your character and their inner thoughts, their deepest desires and struggles. Um, why are you specifically committed to seeing this mission through. Um, to give you a little more detail on this mission, uh, the reason that the knowledge of these war plans kind of came about, um, came to like the Earth King and uh, to Longfang, was because there is a known Fire Nation defector named Onamu who um, escaped the Fire Nation 
and during the escape, snatched these war plans from Ozai. And um, she uh, somehow was able to get into contact with um, the Grand Secretariat, and they were able to make this plan to uh, escort her from where she arrives in the Earth Kingdom to Ba Sing Se. And you guys were chosen to be those escorts. So why, why specifically is your character invested in this mission? Before we answer, I have a uh, clarifying question. Um, mm-hmm. are, is, is the first step then getting to where Onamu is landing in the Earth Kingdom and then taking her to Ba Sing Se? Or are we already advent- with Onamu? The adventure will start with you guys arriving um, in the town, in the coastal town that she, that she Perfect. is in. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Uh, as the destined, I just kind of figured that, and maybe this is like the simple answer, I suppose, but as somebody that's kind of lived my life, uh, having sort of this uh, promise for some level of destiny or, or some promise that you know your future to some extent is kind of plotted out for you, you just have to figure out what that is. Um, I like to think that um, my character, uh, whose name is Saku, for those listening, um, is kind of just like, hey, here's an opportunity to do something. And maybe by doing it and helping people, I will find out what it is that I'm supposed to be leaning towards or heading in what direction it is that, I, that I'm the spirits have destined for me or whatever the case. So. Um, like I said, call that kind of like the easy answer as the destined. But I mean, that's kind of the point of the the playbooks is to kind of give you a direction. So I figured like that kind of makes sense that he just wants to figure out what it is that is expected of him or yeah. planned out for him. Yeah. So you're kind of invested for like the possibility of finding out more about your destiny. Yes. Probably also a good time to just give a little character description. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. In personal anyways. Okay, yeah. I, as you guys answer your questions, why don't you tell us a bit about your character as well? So, Skylar, you said your character's name is Saku. Yeah. Saku, he is uh, he's a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. Uh, come to this, call it a school, uh, I guess, um, with the idea that he's, again, kind of seeking out this destiny that was promised to him. Uh, when he was born, he had sort of a series of birthmarks on him that was determined as some sort of a, a I guess you could say, a spirit message to the Northern water tribe that I would do something that had something to do. I know it's kind of broad, but I mean, that's kind of the point is I'm supposed to mm-hmm. kind of figure out what it is. And so I grew up with this kind of life of privilege, almost like a monastic thing where um, I grew up alongside like a lot of sort of these water tribe in a sense, priests uh, that were again, kind of interested in seeing like, how does, how do these symbols on his, his self kind of relate to some sort of a destiny? What is it that they're trying to tell us? Um, and of course, sending me to the school was kind of a part of that. Like we need you to go and, you know, seek out this answer. So he's got kind of a eager jocular, the two demeanors that I chose, he's got kind of this like fun loves life, um, kind of a lot like Aang in the sense that he had a lot of responsibility placed upon him when he was born, but he's not super into it. He wants to kind of enjoy the time that he's at and not spend all of his time just looking for some answer to something that he's supposed to do in the future. Uh, I think deep down he has kind of this idea that he'll figure it out along the way. Like if the spirits put this on me, it will get there, but I'm going to have fun in the journey leading up to it. So yeah. Thank you. Nice. 
Um, I'll just go in the order that I have you guys written down in my notes here. Um, Michaela. Um, my character is Ming. She's a firebender, um, originally from like the Fire Nation, I guess, um, the Crescent Islands. Mm-hmm. She moved to the Earth Kingdom um, just because, like, the Fire Nation is kind of, you know, spreading their roots or whatever. Um, and since her family kind of lived pretty close to the Earth Kingdom, they kind of knew the area, so. Um, they're like, hey, why don't we station you here? That's what brought me to the school. Um, what was the other question I was supposed to answer? I'd just um, like to give a physical description. Okay, so yeah, my character is like smaller, like shorter in stature. Um, for her age, she's like 15. Um, she has like, she's pale, dark, dark hair. Wears it in a bun most of the time. Um, I think that's a pretty good description of what she looks like. Just like an average firebender, nothing like crazy. Nothing too crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why is Ming specifically committed to seeing this mission through? Um, she's developed a pretty good relationship with um, her friends, she's probably more closer with her friends than she is with her family just because um, she spends a lot of time at the school. Um, she gets a lot of support from the people that she's with, um, whereas at home it's more of just like Fire Nation business. Yeah. So That's she's going to go and, you know, protect her friends and whatever. Yeah, protect them, be with her yeah. friends. Yeah. I love it. All right, Nicholas. Um, yeah, uh, Guy Sheng is a pretty—he's a pretty quiet uh, young man. Um, kind of has a—he spent a lot of years, of, uh, very much alone. Uh, he was born in what are now the Fire Nation colonies. Um, so spent some time after his home was taken over entirely by himself in the wilderness uh pretty recently came to the school and is slowly very slowly uh making you know friends with everyone around him and uh it's just kind of long for the ride uh except he does have a specific motivation um for going on this mission and it's uh to fight the fire nation and it's pretty much it that's uh well it's, maybe it's not all that there is but it's, it's a big one Mainly hey, Nick, fire how would you describe his uh, his kind of like personality? Uh, he kind of it seems like he has a very icy countenance. Um, as you guys have talked to him, he doesn't seem adverse to like being around you or, or anything like that. It's just he doesn't have a whole lot to say um, very often. And if he's going to say it, he usually says it uh, pretty concisely or as concisely as he can. Oh, he's also um, just clean shaven head. Um, he uh, wears semi like loose clothing and has a uh, butterfly sword at his, um, at his left hip, which has two blades in it. Very similar to the saber twin sabers that so- uh, that Zuko used in the Avatar show. If you guys watch that, but it's they are styled Never more like um, is an Avatar show. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just a movie. 
Yeah, I thought it was probably just yeah. an RPG. Okay, all right, all right, guys. You know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, they're styled more like Tai Chi swords than than you know those sabers were. Um, but yeah, it's the same idea: two swords, one sheath. Um, I love it. Just styled slightly different. Just a quick jump back for Michaela. What would you describe Ming's person? I'm just trying to fill in like a piece on my character sheet. What's Ming's no. personality? My personality? Um, she's probably more quiet, um, more observant, just because, like I said, she does like to protect her friends. So she's more aware of her surroundings and that kind of stuff, just so that if something were to happen, she could step in. Is that a good enough answer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Last, but certainly not least, the renowned Justin Mita. It's a weird. It's weird being on the end of a last, but certainly not least. That's usually how I introduce you. Yeah, I, that's honestly probably I. You were. It's like exclusive. That's how you introduced. That I was going in the order of my notes. <laughs> I said I was going in the order of my notes. You were somewhere in the middle, and I was like, nah. So nah. I dragged you to the end. <laughs> for, for Skyler and Michaela, Danny, Danny's my brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little context Makes there. We, we, have some, we have some fun joking tension. Um, I am playing, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, late 20s maybe woman named Joy. Uh, yeah, yeah, late 20s is good. Uh, actually, no, probably older than that. Probably like mid thirties to late thirties. Um, named Joy, she just came to this village probably super recently um, and became a teacher at this boarding school. And um, is a very like warm and personable. She's got like uh, these bright eyes that sort of just invite people in, and this like short bob cut that's sort of pinned to the left with this really expensive looking jade hairpiece. Um and she wears like really traditional like the like pale yellow and green like Earth Kingdom robes. Um they are pretty fancy if you look at them closely. Like they're they're always very well pressed and taken care of. And she's also got usually um it's kind of a quirk She's got a, a bronze lantern that kind of just sits on her right hip. And she kind of just carries that with her wherever she goes. Um, yeah. Anything else? Why oh, is, why I'm joy? committed to this group? Yeah. Um, she will not say this to the kids because she feels like she's in charge of them. But she wants to make sure she gets within proximity of Long Feng. Suspicious. Okay. And no one here has suspicious minds, so... uh, Pew, pew, pew! Well, we do have a guardian. (laughs) You don't know. It's true. I guess guess Ming could have taken it. That would be fun. Wants to get within non-COVID safe distance with Long Fang. Correct. Yes. She wants to cough all up on him. <laughs> I have I have done want to be within six feet of Long Fang. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get closer than six feet. Um I, that's why I said within six feet. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, you know, mm. yeah it's a it's a range. Yeah. 
it's range the farthest for away the farthest away you want to be from him is six feet and you're so much farther than that and it's just it is i have to <laughs> really bother you yeah it's really <laughs> bothering me it's like the opposite of a restraining order yeah yeah you have a um a a, a de-straining order uh, a de-straining uh, de de-straining order, order. <laughs> you have a straining order a straining order <laughs> i'm strained i'm not as close as i want to be <laughs> i'm so far from i'm strained <laughs> um all right well oh that was the adventure guys great wow. awesome that's fun Ooh. good so job did it. yeah i hope you guys all have fun you roll a bunch of dice had some fun some of us cried some of us laughed Mm-hmm. What if we just post like that? No, just no, just straight up like that. Everyone just has to guess if like the entire episode cut out in the middle or something. Like, everybody's just like, wait, what? Just Whoa. insert a long pause right there. Yes. Silence. <laughs> insert a two-hour-long pause right in the middle. <laughs> um, no, we're actually gonna play Avatar Legends. That's what yes. we're all here for. That's yes. hopefully what. Yes. Um, nice. The listeners are tuned in for it, so a little worried. Let's <laughs> let's get into things. You all arrive at um, a tiny coastal town in the east of the Earth Kingdom. Onamu, the Fire Nation defector, who you were told about, is right where Longfang's agent said you'd find her, sitting at a table outside a small dumpling shop, wearing a green cloak, and. Um, slurping down a large bowl of uh, weed dumpling soup. Um, you guys were instructed to once upon finding her, um, just approaching her. All right, guys, I heard that this place has the absolute best dumplings like in the entire area. So, I mean, this is like the perfect place to meet. Uh, Saku, I'm a... Uh... Not quite sure we're here for uh, dumpling soup. Well, I mean, I know that's not the main purpose, but like we could get some while we're here. I mean, why not, right? I mean, it's kind of rude to like sit around her while she's trying to eat and then we're not eating. Like, I feel like it's just like a good like socialization to lead up to whatever she's going to tell us. Are you are you hungry? Always. <laughs> Did you not? I I specifically packed snack packs for each and every one of you. Did you not? You not find that? Oh, I ate it. I forgot I can how much also you use yeah, sorry. a bit more to have to eat. All right. Just uh, okay. Ming, Ming, are you, uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. I haven't eaten my snack pack, so I could share it. That is but so like lovely. Dumplings. I understand. All right. <sighs> is, is Joy one of those like group appointed moms who always puts like way too many raisins in the trail mix she's a hundred percent uh a mom, oh yes. no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah so i'm sure saku always like when when he finishes his trail mix he always gives you back a bag just full of raisins of raisins oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saku um all right we'll get some dumplings just don't eat too much they are just loaded with trans fats you just have to be careful about how much how many of those dumplings you're gonna eat yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll start with like five. Uh, if I'm still hungry, you know, I'll move up to like uh, another five. <laughs> and then we'll see. We'll All go right. from there. All right. Well, what I don't see doesn't hurt me. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will eat what he does not. 
I don't know what I'm going to do well, with three of you. <laughs> We're going to Bossing Say. <laughs> yeah. All they right, have great well, dumplings there, too. I mean, I've heard that as well. If y'all want to get some dumplings, I can maybe Ming and I can go talk to uh, Onamu. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. It does. All right. So, um, while Saku and uh, Nick, you pronounce your name Gaisheng? Gaisheng, yeah. Gaisheng. While Saku and Gaisheng kind of go past um, Onamu at a table into the shop to order dumplings, uh, Joy and Ming, you guys approach her at this table. And what do you guys do? Do you just like sort of go and sit down? Or uh, I think as we're walking up, I'm like, Ming, did they say that there was like a code word or some way to like, do you remember? Um, I don't think there was a code word. They give you any code word, no. All right. You can just I say guess. hi. The, um, the agent told you to say that long thing sent you. Hi is one of the greatest code words I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that is so Karen and brilliant. Let's go. Straight to the point. All right. And we'll both sit down and I'll just stare at Onamu and go, Hi. <laughs> um, Onamu wearing this kind of hooded green cloak, keeping her face basically halfway in this large dumpling weed soup bowl. Just looks up at you and goes, Hello. May I help you? Oh, so that, all right. Well, Ming, that was very considerate. I guess that was not the code word. Um, long, long Fang sent us. Wow. Wow. So you're, you guys are my appointed escorts. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Lovely. Um, well, she sort of just pours out the rest of her soup and sets it down on the table. Uh, I think at best we get moving. Um, I've been trying uh, what I can. <laughs> Yes. Well, uh, it's not just the two of us. And I'll point to uh, Saku and Gaishing in line for dumplings. So you guys plan on eating. Uh, over uh, in the line, uh, Saku looks over at Gaishing and he says, uh, how much money do we have Like between us? What did we get? How much did we have? Um, I assumed you had money. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't I thought didn't Joy give one of us like a like a like a stipend or something or like I don't know like food money? Yes, she gave it to Ming. Oh gosh. Uh, hold on, I'll go get it. <laughs> and so I walk up to the table to go ask oh. Ming about the money that we were given. Or I guess Joy, because she's also sitting there. Hey guys, uh we were just about to order and then I was like, oh my gosh, I totally didn't have the money. Uh where's did we have a did we have food money, right? Um, Saku, as you approach the table and say that, it completely startles Onamu almost Whoa, out of her oh, chair. Sorry. <laughs> she's obviously on edge. Is he with you? It's fine. Yeah, he's with us. Don't worry about it. Hi, my name's Saku. Um, that's that's very nice. How many of you are there? Uh, there are four of us all together. If you cut to Guy Shang right now, he's he's doing the really rapid looking looking at you guys and looking at the line yeah. like a kid waiting for his mom to come back 
Um, yeah. like as as you're alone, just like <laughs> as you're alone behind the at first empty counter, suddenly this man suddenly rises up above and goes, "Hi, what can I do you for?" You here for dumplings? You here for soup? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. We got dumpling soup. He just walks away. <laughs> oh, uh, sir. It's like just every time he walks faster. I come on, I come on. Every millennial when they get onto the phone to like make a call, basically. <laughs> they always tell me I come on too strong. They said I got to stop popping up from under the desk. It's just oh, mind. And Gaishing <laughs> comes up. <to> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so this is everyone. Um, Onami says. We are the dream team. Um, I, if you guys are famished, then I guess you can eat, but I do want to get going as soon as possible. I think that's up to those boys here. Do they have like to go like bento bento boxes or something that we could we could take with us? Um, kind of like rolling her eyes because in, in annoyance, I'm sure they they have something along the lines what? of that. Just be fast, please. Right, right. Where, where did she drop the soup? Did she just spill it on the floor? Or? She just sort of spilled it on the floor. Okay, I'm going to go over and pick up the dumplings and <laughs> split them from the soup from and split them in between the two boys and say, here, let's go. So she gives you these split dumplings kind of like a part of them are like the part that's touching the ground are kind of like covered in dirt. Oh, no. Dashing just brushes it off and chomps on one. <laughs> I, I I think Saku would good. probably be a little bit hesitant to uh, to eat these. <laughs> He's just kind of looking at them like, uh, uh. It's extra protein. Just go for it. Dirt has Gaishing, protein in it? Gaishing will pull out his uh, his water flask and open it up and hold it out to you. Oh, okay. And not say yeah. where. Saku... Uh, is gonna like use water bending to like pull the water out of the flask and kind of like rinse off his dumplings and then kind of like hold the water in the air like do do you want it back? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't move. He just keeps holding out the the now open water <laughs> flask. Uh, Saku just drops the water where the soup <laughs> fell to kind of like rinse that away so that maybe the floor is a little bit cleaner now. I guess. And then and then tries one of the dumplings. Like just takes like a one bite out of his recently cleaned dumplings. Gushing <laughs> like looks at his water flask and then closes it, puts it away. <laughs> um, the dumpling the, the dumplings taste good. They're like they're kind of like seaweed dumplings. They're vegetarian. Um, but um, upon this interaction, Monamu kind of like stressfully leaning her head in her hand goes, "At least one of one of you guys is a bender." Gives me a little bit of hope, but um, oh, I trust you guys. To, hmm? You're not gonna have to worry about a thing. They're uh, okay. they're a little spirited, but they uh, they get you where you want to go. All right, because I can't really be seen firebending anywhere in the Earth Kingdom, so I trust you guys to protect me if the need arises. <laughs> I can assure you that you will be safe. I could kill you before you finish standing. 
Mm. Well, as a child, you have little assurance in either of those things, but uh, I find it a little comical. So thank you for that small amount of relief. But um, I trust that you guys have some way of making uh, this trek, or were we planning on going on foot, like simpletons? Huh. <laughs> Just give us a moment, and I'll pull the kids <laughs> aside. <laughs> Transportation, huh? Yeah, I did not think about our... that. No, not at all. We just kind of got here, didn't think about how we were going to get to Bossing Say. We are kind of far from Bossing Say. Hmm. We could just start walking and we'll probably run into some sort of transportation. Transportation, or maybe there's some, uh, I don't know, beasts of burden that can carry us all the way. We should have kept one of those rhinos. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know about you guys, but first impressions, uh, this, this Onamu, she sounds kind of lazy. I mean, we walked here. I mean, and that wasn't that big of a deal. Look, Saku, she's under a lot of stress right now. She just defected from Fire Nation. Gonna have to give her a little understanding on that one. She just wants to get to Bossing Say as fast as possible. I suppose, but I mean, gosh. The initiative would be great. The vibes are rancid. <laughs> you always have such a way with word, Gaishang. Uh, and then we'll go back and be like, uh, did you have any thoughts on uh, transportation? <sighs> if you didn't plan for anything, I suppose walking is fine. No, no. Well, uh, I just wanted to see if you had thought of anything. We obviously have uh, some uh, beasts that we can ride to Bossing Say. Obviously, that'd be silly to walk the entire way. We were just curious what your preferences are. Mm -hmm. yeah. My preferences are for you all to escort me to Bossing Say as fast as possible so I can be within the walls. And There's a plain look of confusion on Guy Shang's face for this entire. Would <laughs> you do have something? <laughs> I see Guy Shang's uh, look of confusion, and uh, I say, "I think Guy Shang is right. He's he speaks for all of us when he says, uh, why, why are you so worried? Like, why do you have to get there so fast? What's going on?'" Um. Well, I was a Fire Nation general. And no, I'm not. And so I left there because they hated me there. And now I'm here. But they all hate me here. And like she kind of turns around and looks. And there's like this man leaning out of this door of a house. And goes, <gasps> and just <laughs> like rushes back into the door. Um, I can't help but notice an occasional stare from the locals. So I don't want to linger here much any longer. Yeah, let's get going. I saw walking toward the door. All right. Um, real quick, in terms of the actual like directions of the trek, um, Longfang's agent gave you guys a set of directions and maybe even a map that he had said to be the quickest and safest route they could possibly take. And 
you guys could even have gone over it a little bit and come to the same conclusion. Like this is probably the quickest and safest way to Boston say from um, this Eastern town. I think we just follow Ming and look for, I don't know, some animals Spangles. we can ride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's pretty easy to find like us a stable hand in this town. And um, as we, we find the stables, we're trying to look like as confident as possible. Like this was our plan all along. We knew where these stables were totally going to be. <laughs> yeah. Let's say like, um, maybe like Saku and Gai Sheng walk off in like two different directions. Like, oh, they're right over here. And Joy's like, ah, they're actually over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then but, Saku's like, oh, that's stable. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I was just, I sorry. They, they moved yeah, we, recently, so. We had that discussion of the multiple stables and we decided on this one, this way. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, as you guys get to the uh, stable hand, um, I'm guessing you guys have some amount of funds. Um, speaking to um, him, you're able to come to a conclusion that within your budget, you're able to afford three ostrich horses. Is that enough for the you'll five to, plus? You'll have to double we'll have to- up but on some of them. but I think... Gaishing is probably far and away the largest of everyone. Yeah. So he probably needs his own horse. I'm um, probably one of the smallest, so I'll definitely share with somebody. So I'll ride with you, Ming. That works for me. Woo! Parte. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll take care of Onamu on the other one. Onamu kind of reluctantly writes, um, this, I suppose this will work. Let's Please, let's get out of here. What are you standing around there for? Get on up there. Oh, um, um, Onama kind of approaches the horse, and um, it's a little obvious she might not have ever ridden an ostrich horse. You know, maybe she's used to captaining a large, like, Fire Nation Navy ship, but she's never actually been on this horse before so ostrich horse so she kind of stumbles onto this horse slips a couple times and goes <sighs> brushes herself off all right let's go uh saku looks over to the individual that's running this stall or this uh, stable and he says uh hey excuse me uh what is and i pat the the uh animal and i say what's what's this one's name the one that uh ming and i are writing um Dirk Sue, Dirk Dirk Sue, Dirk Sue. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, He kind of looks that guy and goes, "Thank you." (laughs) And that's uh, Sue Dirk. You have the money, right? I turn and look over at Joy. (laughs) (sighs) All right. (laughs) Guy just starts leading the ostrichors out of the stable, like just. Starts walking. You take good care of Dirk and Sue, or Sue Dirk and Dirk Dirk Sue. All right, he walks away counting the money. All right, so (laughs) as you guys are start to make your way out of this coastal town, um, you begin to hear this commotion in the town center as um 
you feel the stamping of what seems to be like heavy footsteps approaching. And you look to the town center to see what seems to be a group of Earth Kingdom, not soldiers, maybe rebels, because they're not in the formal like military attire, but they do have like weapons um, wielded. Um, ride into town atop these armadillo bears, several of these men and women. Um, one of them, a man, speaks out to townspeople that begin gathering around these people on armadillo bears, and he says, Earth Kingdom citizens, a known Fire Nation general was rumored to have arrived here in your town not too long ago. This woman is directly responsible to the atrocities that you and your families have faced through the cruel war acts of the Fire Nation. Please, if you've ever, if you've seen anyone resembling this woman, um, the man unravels and holds up this crude but relatively accurate drawing of what could only be described as Onamu. Please speak out. We are at war, and this can be your one chance to aid in your, in your kingdom's efforts. Um, uh, as we approach this, uh, it's still, you know, since it's a little ways off, I, I can't quite make out the drawing. And I say, hmm, I wonder who he's talking about. I guess I'm talking to Ming since she's sitting on the, the ostrich horse with me. So uh, I'd like to think Gaisheng took the lead. And so like, you know, triangle, uh, he immediately turns his horse to like cut down an alley and just go around this like square that I assume that he has started speaking in. Doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when Sako uh, responds to me or asks me that question, I guess, um, I just kind of roll my eyes at him and look over at Onamu. What's her name? Onamu. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Out of curiosity, Ming, are you driving this ostrich horse or am I driving? I assumed I, I was driving. Oh, oh, riding, you assumed. Okay, leading. fine. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, so you're you're in control. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a manual so, yeah. transmission, so you don't know it. So <laughs> yeah, that's to, right. Yeah. Like, oh man, one of these. Man, why don't we just make them all with automatic? <laughs> <laughs> so used to my Tesla model <laughs> ostrich horse. <laughs> Electric people, ostrich. Some people are vintage ostrich horse collectors, and they want the, yes. they want the manual. Kind. <laughs> And we really paid. It's also, why we were able to. Well, we it was why we were able to afford three. You know, the manual oh, okay. was a little cheaper. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, Joy will will follow uh, Gai Sheng down the alley. Um, yeah, he doesn't take a, a super efficient path, but he is just trying to like leave the city limits as quickly as possible. It's not even like he's going around; he just like cuts outwards. Um. Saku Iming. Yeah, yeah we're oh. following. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And as we follow along, Saku says to me, um, now they said that its name was Dirk So. What was it? Dirk Sue? Dirk Sue. <laughs> Sue, sorry. He said it's Dirk Sue, but uh they say that in the like initial like weeks after uh obtaining an animal, you can rename it and you should rename it. So I say that we figure something out as just as we're going along. <laughs> Okay, you can you can name off some ideas you're thinking about, and we'll see what um, Dirk Sue responds to. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll let it choose its name. All right, I'll yeah. come up with some things as we go. 
Okay. Um, as you guys cut through this alley to kind of you, uh, Nick, you're kind of saying Gaishin kind of just wants to like join the crowd or maybe just get no, a better I, view. He is he is trying to cut out of the village as quickly as like he is. Oh, I see, I see. So they're going to like the center of the village and making this announcement. He is trying to cut out of the village mm-hmm. and not cross their path, not go anywhere nearer to them at all. Like just mm-hmm. straight out, even if it's not like the right direction. If we need to go north, and yeah, he just cuts directly east. That's mm-hmm. That's just it. And then he'll circle around. Yeah. So as you're cutting through this alleyway, maybe it turns a little bit and for a moment goes a little closer to the crowd. Maybe it cuts past this other branching alleyway that gives you like a clear view of the crowd. And as you're passing that, um, you catch just a quick glimpse of the um, dumpling shop patron speaking out. Being like, oh, I know that woman. She was sitting with a bunch of kids that didn't want to buy my soup or my dumplings. They went that way. And he points over to the road that you guys initially started traveling down. And immediately upon hearing that, um, this group kind of just through a cleared path in the crowd just starts um, going down that road. But um, Gaixing will immediately push his ostrich horse into a gallop uh, mm. in a perpendicular so now again abandoning the plot to go straight outside of the village he will go in a directly perpendicular direction to the way they are now headed as much okay. as he can and try to lead everyone just away from them okay thank you obviously Engel will still leave the village sorry yeah. no you're fine Saku looks back and, and sees these people following after and says hey Ming uh is there a parade today? There, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's some people behind us. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys are just cutting through these alleys. And you know what? It's a very small town. So after a little time, you are able to leave um, this town. And you look behind and pretty far behind. Um, these are armadillo bears. Your archer's horses are much faster. But it seems that this group, whatever these men and women may be, um, they are on your trail, but you're quickly losing them as you gallop um, along the path appointed to you towards Ah Sing Se. That was right quick um, thinking there, guy Shane. We're proud of you. Thank you. I'm used to getting away. Well, you're going to have to open up about that at some point later in the future, but uh, for now, <laughs> let's just uh, carry on our way to Ba Sensei. We should cut through the woods. They will not be able to follow as efficiently. I think just full of these excellent plans. <laughs> yeah. Um... During this trek, uh, Longfang's agent um, has pointed out a number of points of interest that would be good places to stop and rest because this is a quite the long journey. You probably you won't be able to make it in just one day. Just watch us. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead and roll gallop checks. Gallop checks. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, the agent said that the first town that you guys would come um, in contact with is the city of West Hiatu, which is actually a city that you guys passed through on the way to this coastal town. So you guys have been here before. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do on the way? Uh, I guess we're some... going through the forest, right? Yeah, Zero was going through this forest. And... At some point, uh, Gai Sheng will like slow down to talk to everyone and say, we should skip over the next town and throw them off our trail even further. Oh, gushing. I love that idea. I am a bit older than you. I'm going to need a bit of a rest. Just that is on the ostrich short. Fair. <laughs> we could sleep on the ground, to be clear, but I understand. We oh, also I, could use look, supplies. This does not happen without like a nice bed to sleep on. I need some comfort and. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm used to. I'm used to having something nice to sleep on. She has a thorough nighttime routine. Saku says, "Oh well, what if we just like took all of our extra clothes and then we put it? We make like a little sled and then we put the clothes on the bottom of it and then we just tie that to one of the ostrich horses and then you could sleep on that while it just kind of pulls you into the next we wherever we're headed." Saku, I love that ingeniousness, but that. That seems really complicated. I mean, I'm not, I'm just the ideas guy. I, I don't have the technical aspects, but I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard, right? We'll go to the town. Okay. Look, maybe we um, can finally get some dumplings while we're there. That sounds awesome. He got dumplings. <laughs> yeah, but like, town. well, without more without dumplings. Dirt. He yeah. washed it off. <laughs> Fresh dumplings. Fresh dumplings. Throughout yeah. throughout this um trek through the woods and this conversation, it seems like Onamu has just been chronically face palming <laughs> um, <laughs> as she's sitting behind um Joy. She's got like marks on red. her face from how yeah. many times she's just yeah. <laughs> very Sokka esque. Yes. <laughs> yes. The five five star on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys have decided to stop in West Hayatu? I think so, yeah. Yes. Heck to the yeah. So Do we initially go to like find some kind of like a place to stay, like some kind of an inn or know. something along those lines right off the bat? I think so, we should find something on like the far end of the, of the mm, town. Yeah. So there's actually have a little bit of there's a little bit of housekeeping you guys to do with West Hayatu. Um, on your last time stopping in here, um, you had a cup of tea at the Seeping Phoenix before um, heading on your way to the tiny coastal town. And that is kind of like on the far side, so it is a little bit of a safer bet, considering that West Hayatu is a long-established established, uh, Fire Nation colony. Uh, um, of course. So you stopped at this... Um, tea shop this tea house called the steeping phoenix and he sat down and had a cup of tea um with the owner 
And I have a few questions for you guys, the players. Hmm. I refuse to answer. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> thanks for playing, guys. Cleats. Um, this has been the Flying Bison Podcast. Um, no. Um, <laughs> the owner has a name and an appearance. Uh, both of which are not yet known because you guys have to choose that. Oh. What is this owner's name and how do they look like? Also expanding upon that, what's a little tiny little tiny little kooky little quirk of theirs? <laughs> and they have a trained animal companion that helps them run to the house. What is that? There's so many options. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, and this is a, a Fire Nation colonist? Um, he doesn't have to be. Um, no, he is not. He's, He's not. an okay. Earth Kingdom citizen. Okay. Hmm. I thought the animal companion is some type of monkey. I was thinking monkey too. Yes. We were all, we were all thinking monkey. <laughs> yes. But what, yes. What do we combine it with? What is it? Uh, there are is hog it monkeys. Birds? Right. There are there are also is, monkey I'm, bats. I'm, monkey bats. That's fun. Cute. How about a monkey cat? That would work. That's a good one. Do that. Maybe it's like a monkey cat that he dresses up to look like, look like a phoenix. Like oh, a it's oh, okay. oh, yes. Yeah. So it's like but a it's like a monkey with like a more like it. elongated body. Hmm. I think maybe and like the paws end in like more of those like monkey hands than like cat paws. Yeah. And maybe the owner like attaches these like crudely made paper mache wings on wings. his front legs. <laughs> yes. But yes. the cat <laughs> the cat's like trick that always attracts um customers is that it only walks on its hind legs like 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 a newborn like baby, if a newborn baby could even walk. And <laughs> yeah. just stumbles around the tea shop, like waving these wings around. <laughs> you can tell the cat just hates it. The cat's not having a good yes. time, but <laughs> I like to think that the uh the owner probably has like a mismatch of various costumes that it puts it in oh, yeah. based on like holidays yeah. or whatever the case. So like you come in one day mm-hmm. and it might be dressed differently than it is the next day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um it's like your basic like suburban Karen with like a puppy that always wears sweaters. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. His name should be Haydan. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. I like that. <laughs> hey Dan. Hey Dan. That's what my coworkers say when I come to work in the morning. Hey. I call you Dan. So hey Dan. Yeah, I hate it, but you know. You hate it. I hate it. Hey Dan. Hey Dan. We're moving on. Uh, We're moving on. <laughs> uh, you want like a quirk? Oh yeah, kooky little quirk. Give me one of those. Uh, what about he? Uh, <laughs> for every drink he serves, he'll—it's like superstition. He'll pour a shot and throw it over his left shoulder. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the first drink he pours is always going over his left shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So you always have to pay for two, but you're oh, only getting one. He makes us pay for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what a he jerk. Like, no, no. He he just upcharges a little bit, but you don't really know. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he, yeah. the one. Yeah, shot everything is, is slightly more expensive. And then yeah, his exactly. monkey cat just. You know, drinks yeah. the rest of it, and he's like really—he's really warm and friendly. So, like, people put up with mm-hmm. paying a little bit more. And also, you guys specifically—he only charged you for the one drink when you came and sat down. Oh. 
We got he, that something he took, something. He took, he, took, he took a liking to you guys. You got that something something. <laughs> All right. How does he look like? Round. Picture him big, yeah, round, round. like a, like one of those yeah. like aprons on. You know what I mean? Bartending Cute. aprons. Imagine like, um, oh shoot, what's his name from uh, Treasure Planet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's his name? Silver. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The captain, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. the pirate captain. Yeah, the, the pirate, pirate captain. captain. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, what's his name? Yeah, I swear it's like silver. It's silver Isn't something. It silver? You're right, yeah. yeah. I think everyone calls him silver for short, but it's yeah for, for something. Yeah. Yes. That guy. I like it, but yeah, also I like it. Only Long change. John Silver. Is it no? His name is actually Long John Silver. Oh, I just looked okay. it up. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only change to his design instead of like. I think he was like balding and just wore a bandana over his head. Yeah. Uh, this dude has long, illustrious, like full oh, body, yes. like supremely maintained hair, just like down to his shoulders. Incredible. Incredible. He also serves beer battered fish uh, alongside mm-hmm. the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fish he, they used to be conjoined like with a, um, <laughs> a, uh, Sandwich. <laughs> no, Fish no, the, the restaurant. The restaurant used yeah, no, the restaurant used to be conjoined with a uh, with something. An old A and W. Yeah, an old A and W. He just like walks so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen long. I've seen um long John Silver's Eric conjoined with Taco Bell's. What? Like, yeah, it's bizarre. The combination of Long John Silver and Taco Bell. Yeah, very interesting. Get some, get some fish tacos. Fish tacos. Um, I got two more questions for you guys. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Dang, you're in charge did, of keeping us all going along. Yeah. What did you What did you guys do to endure yourselves to hate him? I don't think I should pick because I feel like Guy Sheng would have no idea. Why. <laughs> so, how did we? What are what was it again? To endure yourselves. Uh, to endure. Well, yeah. So. Maybe you robbed him. <laughs> yes, that usually <laughs> endears you to someone. Tay uh, is not here. He's just no, not. Like, he I, maybe I, we saved his monkey cat. Oh, I like that. What was that? We got his monkey cat like out of a tree or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe, um, can I expand on that a little more? Maybe the cat got out and was causing some trouble with some Fire Nation soldiers. Mm, and yeah, they were yeah. gonna take the cat away. And you guys were like, "Hey, no, no, that's Hayden's." And Hayden was very thankful for that. I like that. That's Gashang like wanted to fight Fire Nation soldiers. That's why he doesn't understand. <laughs> Gashang, slow, slow down. It's all right. We're just gonna get the monkey cat. Bring it back. We don't need to fight him. I don't breathe, 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 son. Breathe through it. Now the last question. While you were drinking with Hayden, uh, he kind of um, opened up about some complicated troubles that he was complaining about. What were those? Fire Nation taxes. Divorce. Oh. Oh, no. No, I take it back. It's divorce. It's definitely divorce. That is a much better answer. No, it's like one of those things where it's like it's been like 20 years and yeah, he's still yeah, totally like, no, no, no. I, 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 no, no, that was just the first thing that came to my mind. That doesn't really fit the 
Um, oh, I was uh, totally for it. It's kind of funny epic- though. Economically, his shop is failing, and he's having a lot of difficulty figuring out his marketing techniques. Um, I kind of like that. Tra- yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like been trying. He's been like for the last like six months. He's been trying like s- some new night every week oh. to see if it drums in business. Yes, mm. and maybe he was know, just maybe like asking. No, I love that. And he was like asking us to help him like, like spitball that. some of the like theme nights that he wants to Trying plan. To do, yeah, like themed nights. I love it. I love I'm it. Bringing too I... much of my real life into this, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe his Things business are is failing because he tosses a drink over his shoulder every time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point we probably suggested that. Like, you should probably should just <laughs> not yeah. throw away some of your uh, your merchandise there. He's like, mm-hmm. no, I have to. I have to. It's tradition. His shirts probably are splattered with. Yes. The oh my gosh! Yes, the floorboards underneath the bar space are starting like to rot because no. of all the dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's oh, really concerned about man. the entirety of his restaurant because it's just going to like collapse beneath him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's too superstitious to give it up. So right, too superstitious. Yeah. Um. So that's all the questions. Um, I like it. Got some things brewing. You guys arrive in West Hayatu. It is uh, relatively easy to sort of just remain unknown or avoid the various Fire Nation patrols that go throughout this city. But as uh, the Steeping Phoenix comes into sight, you notice a band of Fire Nation soldiers standing outside the Steven Phoenix, and they seem to be talking or even yelling at, in a heated way, um, at Hayden. Um, they seem to be in some kind of heated argument as um, his cat is like running in between the legs of all of them and just maybe trying to calm things down, but he can't because he's just flailing his winged arms. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's all you can really make out from this distance. Um, they just seem to be yelling at him at Hayden. Hmm. We should, uh, I, we should probably figure that out, huh? Guys, why are they why are they bullying our buddy Hayden? What's going on over there? I don't know, but I don't think we should bring Onamu closer. Oh, that's a good point. I'm, Definitely agree with that. I, um, I'll just stay here in this dark alley. And How many soldiers are there? Um, I'd say there are five soldiers. You should all circle around. I'll go take care of it. And I will ride up to them. Uh, guy, maybe without violence. <laughs> Um, Keep a low profile. As Guy Shang frolics up to this commotion, chest out and proud. <laughs> um, I am still riding my ostrich horse, just to be clear. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> you can frolic on you an ostrich horse. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Frolic on that. Yeah. He, he does stands up but, onto the ostrich he horse and he's got up. his arms crossed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, you're oh, able to weird. get. You're able to hear a little better what exactly they're talking about. Um, you pick out some little glimpses of the conversation. Maybe a Fire Nation soldier goes, oh, what, what the heck? I mean, 
you're, you're charging us full price for both drinks and you only throw one over the edge you're only charging other other people half price what is this last night was um no no fire nation night you do realize that we're doing a lot here for you guys and you're you're excluding us from an entire night you know we do a lot we need tea too and Hayden's like yeah hey, yeah you guys calm down and I'm just trying to make a business here. I love you guys. You know, you come here, get some tea. Uh, I, I give you guys tea. You give me money. It's fine. You know, uh, please don't hurt me. And <laughs> <laughs> there's just, just back and forth. Just keeps going. Um, as you approach them, Gashing. I will, uh, I will ride my ostrich right up to the conversation. And then... Uh, fully intending to interrupt it with my presence, like just mm-hmm. uncomfortably close with a full ostrich horse, then get down off of it and then walk up like to be a third party in the conversation. Does anyone say anything? Um, as you get off your ostrich horse and kind of just join this circle, um, the Fire Nation soldiers kind of stop yelling and look at you quizzically as he goes, Cushing! <gasps> Oh my God, you're here! And he he gives you this big hug and goes, "Oh, um, hey guys, this is Gai Sheng." Um, Sheng reacts late to the hug, like he gets hugged, and then yeah. like the dude pulls away, and he then goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. "That just stands back up." Uh, me, me, and these nice men, we're just uh, having a civilized adult conversation. Um, oh uh, no, we weren't. Uh. We are here to get justice and tea served. Um, I think we deserve that. So what do you say, guys? Let's get some tea. As they sort of put, start walking and push Hayden out of the way and just sort of barge into this tea house. Um, as Hayden's hands sort of go on his head, he's like, oh, gosh. Oh, I shouldn't have done the No Fire Nation night. Guys, Shang will gently grab... Uh, Hayden by his uh, arm and like lead him in as well and just quietly walk up in behind the Fire Nation. Yeah, you walk in and already you see like these Fire Nation soldiers sort of like laughing to themselves, like sitting at tables and one even goes behind the counter and just starts pouring tea out for himself and maybe maybe some of them like thinking it like comedy, like knocking off some paintings from the walls and they're ransacking this place, basically. They're making a mess of this place. And Gaishing will lead um Haydan. I named him. I don't know why I can't remember. <laughs> Gaishing will lead Haydan uh up to uh the counter, behind the counter, like right up to this dude who is like pouring out the tea. And he'll just very gently, but also like he is huge and his hand like covers this guy's hand over the teapot and he just doesn't say a word. He just covers while this dude is pouring, just puts his hand over the dude's hands and the pot and just um, looks at him. The guy looks back. Um, you want to, it seems like an intimidate roll to me. It is a hundred percent an intimidate roll. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> first roll. Our first roll of the day. I mean, I won't complain that this is the first time <laughs> complications can be introduced. You roll for intimidation. 
Passion? I believe so, yeah. Yep, passion. Okay. Uh, that'll be an 11. Hmm. So you can pick one that they cannot choose out of the listed options. Um, I don't actually have the move up in front of me. Uh, they can choose to either run an escape to get back up. They can back down but keep watch. They can give in with a few stipulations, or they can attack you but off balance. Come on, what would the adamant want them to do? You're muted. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I get to pick things that they can't do, right? You get to pick you one they can't pick do. Pick one thing they can't do. And there's three different things. Four. I want them there's to either fight things. me. Oh. Or back down. So get rid of one of the other options, I guess. The other two are they give in with a few stipulations or they, they run, run to escape or get back up. Uh, I don't want them to run. All right. So they cannot choose to run. Hmm. I really don't. I mean, the thing is, there's five. How old is uh, Gaishang? 17. 17, yeah. He is very large. There are, yeah. But there are five of them, and I see them having confidence in that. So I think they they attack you, but off balance. So I'm going to quickly mark a condition on them. And they're inside now at this point? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. And good, yes. uh, the rest of you outside, you. You definitely hear this commotion. Like you hear, like okay. there seems to be furniture clattering on the ground, dishes breaking. Um, what what are the three of you doing while you're outside? Ming, you're the one driving our our ostrich horse. So I guess wherever you led, and I'm just sitting there, kind of like watching. Um. Well, I figured that. We would probably just stay with Onamu until, I don't know, we felt like we needed to step in the fight maybe, but I don't really feel like we need to leave her alone. So I guess unless um, you have a different input, then. I do feel responsible for you kids. I don't know if I'm comfortable. Uh, look, I I believe Gashen can take out of those firebenders, but he's going to get a licking in himself, so... Perhaps, uh, Onama, do you think you can uh, hang around the corner, maybe, and we'll uh, we'll come right back for you? Maybe we can like uh, hide you under some uh, behind some boxes or something. Behind some boxes. I don't know. I don't know. Will you help me? Look, this entire time you have not helped suggest anything to do. You all were appointed to help me. I'm getting real sick of your attitude. All right, fine. I'll just let that 17-year-old child get beat up by a bunch of firebenders. Here, how about you go and help Gaishing, and we'll stay here with Onamu. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds fantastic. You're, you're very funny, Ming. Um, uh, do you want to be here. left alone? 
I'm, I, I'll, I'm fine in this alley. It's actually very comfortable. And she sits down on this box, maybe like a pigeon rat, like scurries over her foot. She goes, huh? oh yes, I'm, I'll, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine here. All right, well, hide yourself a little bit. Yeah, there's plenty of refuse in that alley. I mean, if you just kind of like put it on top of yourself, they would never even know. Just pretend you're homeless. Never see you. It is like you're homeless. She she takes like a large box and just sort of puts it in front of her. Nice. All right. Um, You you will have fun. We'll be right back. Uh, As we get closer, uh, hearing the noise inside, Saku just says, ah, yes, a typical night at Hayden's place. Um, you walk inside and you see um, it was the commotion was still going as you were approaching this tea house and as you guys basically get up to the door it all stops as you open the door and you see this scene of Hayden Hayden just eyes wide holding his hands on his head Um, the rest of the Fire Nation soldiers kind of like up in a half, like readied stance with their hands on their sheaths. So uh, actually, before and- you describe <laughs> th- that anymore, Daniel, uh, can I roll something? Yeah. I have, yeah. I have a move called This Was a Victory. <laughs> I love uh, that move. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I rolled a 10. Oh. Uh, oh so that's plus passion. <clears throat> on a hit, your work play. Oh, sorry. Uh, when you reveal that you have sabotaged a building mm-hmm. device or vehicle, right as it becomes relevant, mark fatigue and roll with passion. On a hit, your work pays off, creating an opportunity for you and your allies at just the right time. On the seven to nine, the opportunity is fleeting. Whatever. Uh, I, I didn't miss, so we don't need to read that. Mm-hmm. Hit 10. It's a hit. So as he was walking in, Gai Sheng was very, very discreetly throwing little tiny throwing knives that he just has like all over his person through the bindings of the chairs that the few sitting soldiers were sitting on. So the moment they rocked to get up, like in surprise, their chairs just shattered, like came apart and they all just went onto the ground uh, prone. So yeah, that's, that's, it. that's, that's, that's all right. the situation so there. So let's say half this of them thing. are probably just like on yeah. the ground. So let's say this. And as they walk in, as the rest of your group walks in, there's almost this freeze frame moment as Everyone's holding their breath as they walk in and they see you, Gai Sheng, uh, staring down this Fire Nation soldier, was putting covering your hand on his while holding this teapot. This Fire Nation soldier just sneering back at you and the other, the rest of them, the other four, sort of about to get up. But the silence breaks as these four Fire Nation soldiers go, oh, 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 and they all just fall down and are sort of stunned for a moment. Um, the last one, though, looks through and goes, oh, and he draws his sword um, for a little bit of a swing in action. I'm deciding what I want to do here. I don't want to do an exchange. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they did say, well, you did say they attack you. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we're moving into an exchange. It sounds like we're moving into an exchange. But yeah. I will, there will just be one Fire Nation soldier in the first exchange. So let's move into an exchange. Well, yeah, because you said the other ones are stunned. Mm-hmm. Well, the, there would be two, right? Because there's one at the bar, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are four stun, and there's one at the bar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So, what is everyone picking? Either defend and maneuver, advance and attack, or evade and observe. Advance and attack. Actually, no, defend and maneuver. I will be taking uh, evade and observe. Okay. To be clear, this is the stance, the approach we are taking to this round of combat. Within these approaches, there are specific moves that we get to choose. If you pick Evade and Desert, you do get to clear a fatigue, but that doesn't matter because we haven't marked any of those yet. I'll defend and maneuver as well. I will also defend and maneuver. All right. So defend and maneuvers up first. I'm going to go first once I pull up the moves for Defend and Maneuver. <laughs> um, Danny, real quick, are we planning on having more than one exchange here? Or are you really just trying to finish it in one, um, this it, one round? We'll see how it turns out. You never know right, what could happen. I'm see what use... happens, baby. See what happens, baby. <laughs> I'm going to use pinpoint aim. Um, so Gaishing is going to do a bit of like a spin where that. his his uh, his hand is still on the pot. He will take his other arm backwards and sort of push back. Um, hey, Dan, almost forgot his name again. Uh, to like get him out of danger zone. He will then crouch really quickly. But as he does so, he'll sort of lift the pot out of the dude's hand to make sure it doesn't break. And he'll grab onto his the hilts of his swords um at the same time and it kind of will line up and attack with his weak hand and the pot still in his right hand but he is now crouched down hopefully to avoid some sort of oncoming attack heck yeah so you become prepared i believe yes i become prepared and also if i use a strike next exchange i do not have to mark fatigue Mm -hmm. to choose what kind of damage i inflict heck yeah all right. Joy, Ming? Uh, I rolled a seven. So I uh, remind who's, who's still up. Yeah. Did you, Nick, did you roll? I, I forgot to roll. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> totally forgot to roll. Classic. Um, Classic. That, is, that is a me move. Defending maneuver rolls with focus. 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 Right. I rolled a six, which isn't enough, so I have to mark a Fatigue or shift your balance. I have to shift my balance. Yep. So I will shift towards results. Um, clearly, that's and what we're trying to get right now. Results. Uh, would, is would, would you have been able to choose? You will not be attack? able to choose pinpoint aim. Then Maybe. you can only choose oh. a basic fighting technique. Hmm. Hmm. I want something that goes thematically with what I was already saying. So maybe ready. Ready. Yeah, already. Um yeah, same same thing, but I'm just ready. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so yeah, basically just mark one fatigue to make yourself prepared. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Well, uh, Joy, you said you rolled a... I rolled a seven. 
What a seven. Um, a momentary bright light just emanates from the lantern. Uh, remind me who's who's up. So you said there are four people on the ground stunned? Yeah, there are four people on the ground stunned, and there is one Fire Nation soldier up behind the counter. Okay. I point the lantern in his direction, and there's just this momentary flash of green light and sort of booming and echoing over this. Joy just goes, come here, and I'm going to lure you put a foe off balance by luring them in name a foe you lure uh if they don't attempt to either inflict fatigue conditions balance shifts or negative status on you by the end of this exchange they must mark two fatigue all right so and if they do just... attempt to harm me i get to be favored next exchange nice mm-hmm. so you're trying to attract him so he attacks you yeah beautiful beautiful uh, Ming. Um, I also rolled a seven. All right. I so, go ahead. Did you say something? Oh, I was the same. I was the same. So you can choose one basic or one master. Um, I was gonna do divert, which means mm-hmm. I can step into the way of any blows intended for allies. Um, when an when any ally within reach suffers a blow this exchange, you can suffer it for them. If you also use retaliate, this exchange deal an additional one fatigue each time. Yeah, so all you guys are really preparing for next exchange. So next exchange will be a very interesting one. Um, that's all dependent maneuvers. Uh, moving on to advance and attack. Um, Saku, you said you were evading and observing? Oh, so, yes. sorry. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this single foundation soldier will um, advance and attack, and it's this exchange or next exchange. Justin, we're alert. This this exchange. This exchange, and he has to mark two fatigue um, if he if doesn't he, choose to attack you. If he does not choose to attack me, correct. All right. So, um, sort of looking at that for a while, you see his eyes sort of glaze over for a moment when he goes. And looks back at um Gai Sheng and after shaking it off of it goes to uh swing his sword at Gai Sheng. So he will mark that to fatigue. And strike uh Gai Sheng. Um so you can choose to either mark to fatigue, marking condition, or shift your balance, Gushing. Wait, what? Hmm? So he's, he's like striking me? Yeah, he's striking you. Yeah. Okay. Just to be clear, Ready just gave me the, the chance to mark a fatigue and become prepared, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just... Uh, you know what? I'll shift my... Uh, balance again okay i'm gonna go more towards results Woo-hoo. and so as uh Gaixing, like takes this hit he realizes that he didn't like duck down fast enough to dodge this strike incoming it was just like mm. a wild haymaker or something so instead of that he just leans into it and just puts his forehead first into the punch 
and like headbutts the punch as it comes in. Yeah. So like <laughs> to like basically cancel out the strike. Uh, still hurts though, obviously. Oh yeah. Well, I imagine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saku, evade and observe. Yes. So I rolled a five, which obviously would fail, but I can take the balance shift in order to give myself a basic technique to succeed. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shift towards, uh, given that it's evade and observe, I'm going to shift towards patience um, since I'm kind of like observing the area around me rather than, well, I don't know. I guess determination in a sense could work if you have a preference on that one. Not really. Okay. I will lean towards uh, patience. Lean towards as, patience. Yeah, moving okay. forward. Um, I'm going to bolster. Um, I'm going to bolster Gaisheng to basically like be like, hey, I've seen you fight before, and I know that you're stronger than that guy, so you can take him down or something along those lines uh, mm -hmm. to kind of uh, assist him. And let's see here. Uh, I give him a status which i cannot find on the sheet where did it go so there we go you're already you're already prepared i believe like right so either empowered favorite or inspired i'm gonna give him uh inspired that makes sense nice. awesome thank you yeah because you're already i believe you're already two towards results Nick. yes yeah so Getting a little close there. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> All right. Ho ho. Um, we are in between exchanges for a moment. Uh, you guys notice the rest of the soldiers beginning to find themselves and uh, stand up. Um, Hayden is still just, he's kind of like, just like cowering in the corner. Just kind of like your basic um, scared NPC cower. He's just sort of rocking back and forth with his with his hands on his head. Just like, <laughs> um, is there anything you all would like to do in between exchanges? Not non-combat-y. Not non-combat-y? Oh, you're muted there, Skyler. Just kind of looking around the, the crazy scene before me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's, let's jump into another exchange then. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, gonna pick advance on attack. Okay. Okay. What did the rest of you guys pick? I think I am going to advance an attack as well. Thank you. Uh, I will. Uh, I will defend a maneuver. All right. I'll do the same. All right, so two advance and attack to defend a maneuver. Um, so defend a maneuver. Up first, Saku or Ming. Do you want to kick things off, Ming? Um, I guess. Um, I got um a twelve. Heck yeah, twelve. Um, I'm going to retaliate. I'm going to steal myself for their blows. Each time a foe inflicts fatigue, condition, or shifts balance in this exchange, inflict one fatigue on them. 
And um, you, you can actually can, pick you a can, second move. Yeah, you can pick a second uh, technique. Yeah, and a 10 plus. And you roll oh. your stance. Um, well, then I guess I can just do divert again. Since I'm doing retaliate, because those two go together. Nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Saku? Yes. So I was going to do seize a position. Uh, the negative side is, and remind me again, what am I rolling for? Defend a maneuver. Focus. Uh, focus. Focus, yes. And that would put me at a minus one. So I rolled a three. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. I was I was kind of leaning towards like just take the success and move my balance again. But all things considered, given what his plan was and the lack of, I would call it importance. I'm not going to do mm. that. Um, as I start moving towards the bar, Saku uh, trips on either maybe somebody that's nearby and or, or probably more than likely maybe like a extruding floorboard or an uh, mm. chair that's fallen on the ground and just trips and falls on his face in the middle of the craziness in in this I said bar I guess I mean it's like a tea shop or kind of yeah. an inn yeah. maybe so, it's flavored a little bit like a bar yeah so he's currently mm. like oh ow <laughs> that was not <laughs> what I was planning on doing yeah. So Saku's like, yeah, guy, Shang, you got this. He starts to join, just falls face first onto the floor. Um, so a little unfortunate there, but maybe um, the advance and attackers can do something cool to make up for that. <laughs> so I had already decided I was going to clear both of these conditions first um, before I rolled, and I realized that it was completely unnecessary, but I'm not going to take it back. So I do clear inspired, <laughs> and I go two plus three uh, oh. results. Wow. Um, which for 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 everyone, uh, if I go plus four, I'm out of I'm out of the combat. I'm mm -hmm. pushed over. I'm done. The edge. Well, actually, I can go either way. Actually, no, I think it's, it narratively makes more sense to go back the other way. So I go to down to plus one result. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> then I will I will spend prepared. Um, so I get plus one. So on top of that, my passion roll for attack and maneuver, or for attack, advance and attack, uh, would have been uh, 13 or 14, actually. Mm. Um, so... <laughs> That's All impossible. That wasn't necessary, but it's plus two on top of a 12. Or well, plus three on top of an 11. Anyways, um, so uh, I will use two two moves. I will do a strike first. And so th the reason why he had like dropped down and reached for his uh, swords is that he very, very quickly and kind of turns into it as he does it, uh, unsheaths his swords. But instead of trying to like get a slice off, he just unsheathes them directly into the dude's like diaphragm that's standing in front of him. So the hilt, both hilts just smack right into like underneath his chest, um, just trying to hit him as hard as possible to, uh, you know, knock the wind out of him, basically. Yeah. So you go in for this strike and you're giving it all your strength to strike him right in his diaphragm. And like almost unexpectedly to even you, he you knock him back against the wall of this tea house. It's who thumps and falls um, onto the floor. And you as just he knock, falls, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so, oh, is he is he like out? No, you knocked the wind out of the sky. He okay. His back gets knocked against the wall, and as he's falling, his head hits the counter of this tea house, and he just slumps onto the ground. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a second move. I will. Um, <laughs> I can't strike again. Can I? Can I strike against a different target? You you cannot choose the same uh, technique twice in one exchange. Hmm. Mm, that's fair. Then I will pressure. I will finish unsheathing my swords. I will actually, no, I will drop one. So I will let go of one so it falls back into the sheath, but I will finish unsheathing one. And I will just like Olympic spear throw, throw it like in between the combat that is going on and over the heads of these now getting up other soldiers yeah. and just pierce it into the door frame next to the like of the exit the the entrance yeah. door yeah and in an attempt to pressure so i'm going to attempt to impress or intimidate choose an approach your foe cannot choose that approach in the next exchange i'm trying to get them all to choose uh not advance an attack all right so they cannot advance an attack next exchange um awesome great turn joy um, I'm going to first read this. I have a move called Mind of Steel. When I advance an attack oh, or evade an observe with fewer conditions marked than my highest principle, which is plus two, I can roll with focus. So basically, Ooh. until I mark up to two conditions, I can roll with focus for every stance, which is pretty for sweet. Every, yeah. um, awesome. So that is a, that's a nine. Um, and I would like to... Uh, there are like a bunch of these like rotting floorboards. Um, I'm going to kick them so that way the floorboards underneath these firebenders that are getting up just shatter and they fall back down all right uh, and I'm, I'm trying to uh, smash no i'm trying to smash smash okay okay smash! hey dan's fears smash. are coming to reality as his bar <laughs> falls apart he <laughs> <laughs> dan's like no <laughs> if this were a game of smash or pass i would smash Nice. Smash, smash all four <laughs> finest soldiers with the floorboards. All right. Um, yeah. So let's see. You mark one fatigue. Can I just stun them again? <laughs> you can. Let me see. Let me look at those statuses there. Uh, this definitely impairs them a little bit. They're definitely uh, taking taken off balance from this all right uh real quick um justin and and Skylar, you guys are both gms more experienced than me impaired says um work on fatigue or take minus two to all physical actions parentheses pcs everything after the slash is to choose one for your technique so for npcs do they only choose one for your technique uh they would I think it's the other way around. I think it's mark one fatigue or choose one less technique. Let me just double check. I see. I see. Okay. I feel like that makes sense. Because I'm not rolling. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they can choose to either mark a fatigue or choose one less. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to say as they see this 17 year old kid knock the wind out of the sky and then this woman just completely knocked most of them off balance by kicking up these floorboards they 
sort of just looking. Oh, um, I think that's enough tea for us now. And they rush out of this tea house, um, leaving it the complete, the complete mess that it is. Can I stop them? You can try. Oh, you can certainly try. Well, what would you, you like to do? Um, I would like to. I mean, it's kind of like lure. This like bright light emanates from from the lantern okay. on Joy's hip, and she just in this booming voice that like sounds like normal voice to the rest of you, but maybe to the rest of to the firebenders leaving, they just hear, "Stop, come back." All right. So you're trying to lure them. And you've been using this lantern for quite a while now, right? Are you how how use it a couple of times? Have you used it on like a like a a group of people, maybe four people at once before? Probably not, no. Yeah, so I'm gonna say that's a push your luck. Okay. What is that? Um I believe passion. it is passion, yep, it is passion. Okay. I would like to mark a fatigue to roll with control. My principle Ooh. of control, which is a plus two. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Just really excited to roll. Uh darn it. I'm so close again. Uh it is a nine. Alright, it is a Nine. You do it when it costs you to scrape by. So you hold up this lantern and you basically just tell them to halt. And some of them look back and uh, most of them quickly like, oh, what the heck? She's weird. And just walk away. But you do manage to catch the gaze of one. You sort of, upon looking back in the doorway, just sort of stands there and just sort of sways as he's just staring into this lantern. It doesn't work if we don't have them all. Um, you could just undercut the other guys. Like, yeah, they're probably going to push for like some sort of... That's, that's what I was thinking. So I'm gonna, um, the, the three of you see like um, Joy has a very like warm and inviting presence. And in this moment, she like straightens out her dress, gets very proper and prim, and just walks straight up to this firebender. This glassy look in her eyes, this weird smile on her face. I don't know what you thought you saw. You definitely did not see anything untoward here in this tea shop. If your friends try to say that there is a fight here, you will fight them on that. You will tell them that you just tore up this tea shop on your own and then left. Do you understand? Um, part of me doesn't want to make you roll again, but another part of me wants to make you roll rely on your skills and training, because I'm sure you've done this before, and I'm sure you're more first in just the one-on-one creepy interrogation um of which real quick saku ming and gaisheng you've never seen anything like this before 
<laughs> this is this kind of catches you off guard, especially the whole lamp thing. You're like, interesting. <laughs> um, uh, it is a nine. Nine. Before he walks away, uh, Gaishing will grab the dude he knocked out behind the bar by the scruff of the neck and lift him up. And be like, mm, Joy, what about this one? Uh, and you just, without even looking, you just hear her say, Oh, I'll get to him in a second. Oh, God. <laughs> Gaishing just sets him down in a chair somewhere. All right. Um, Joy on a seven and nine, you do it imperfectly, and that may lead to some unexpected consequences. But for now, he just sort of backs away, and after a minute, you see him sort of like shake his head and kind of come out of whatever trance he was in and just <laughs> turn and run out the door. And when Joy turns around, the warmness has come back. Uh, her smile seems genuine again. There's a brightness in her eyes. All right, what do we think we want to do with this one here? Can't let him go talking, right? <laughs> I'm no good with this sort of stuff. I'm going to leave it to the three of you. Hayden <laughs> is just staring at Joy, still holding his head. And he, he was looking at like the guard, like the guard's kind of terrified. He still has that look on his face when that was just pointed at Joy. I think uh, Saku would definitely be pretty freaked out. Um, for like the connection section, I actually put Joy down as uh, I believe Joy will bring about a crucial or she'll play a crucial role in the fulfillment of my destiny for good or evil. And having seen this like other side of her, he's very like, whoa, because I've always thought of her as somebody that's going to help me find my destiny for good. But I just saw that and like that was kind of creepy and kind of panicking a little bit like, wait, what if it's evil? Was this such a good idea? Kind of a thing. Um, so he's pretty just stunned at the moment, having seen this sort of other side of joy. Gosh, I'm sure you've got some tricks up your sleeve. Make this one not talk or something. I mean, unless we just want to leave. Is, is he unconscious, did you say? Yeah, he's unconscious. Yes. Well, uh, one way to keep him from talking it is if we like, I don't know, shove like a bow in his mouth or something. <laughs> hmm. Well, I, I like that. I think he might just eventually eat the bow and then be mm -hmm. able to talk. Hmm. I he could break his jaw. Well, then he could write still. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. You might have to break his fingers. Well, let's hold off on that just a little bit, Gashing. Um, I I would love to find something could, that doesn't doesn't hurt this man, scar him too much. Do you have oh. any like um, alcoholic beverages? Just make him feel like he's wasted and he dreamt it all or something. Uh, I got some really strong tea. <clears throat> no, we need something alcoholic. Uh, okay, um, I got some. What if I've been trying this new cactus juice infusion? Cactus juice infused tea. That might do it. Well, hasn't really been selling a lot, so you know, can't really use it for much else. But this maybe. 
pour a little bit on him and down his throat. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> Fine by me. And um, Hayden kind of just scurries over. This big man. He has his like arms and like hands up close to his chest, like a almost like a human. Oh, Gaishin is still just... holding that that teapot in his other hand. I just realized yeah. that. Uh, and then he like like hands it over to to Hayden. Is he just holding it like a ball? He was like, like... Uh, fingertips, yeah, like yeah. like a ball. He had it in his hands the entire time. All right, yeah. You hand it to Hayden. And as Hayden touches it, you hear like a and he grabs it by the handle. <laughs> as you just see the tips of Gai Shang's fingers is slightly steaming, but they don't seem to be red at all. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Hayden goes to grab this um, pot of tea kind of behind several other pots on this shelf behind the counter. <laughs> and he grabs this like basically unmarked mason jar of this weird chunky like greenish liquid and he goes i imagine i don't even gotta heat it up for him huh um no all right uh he takes some pours it into a little teacup and opens this soldier's mouth pours well it in. no guy's trying to like squeeze his face so it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> pours it in and he sort of reaches into his pocket and grabs a couple, grabs a couple of pieces of money, and goes, "I'll just take that from him for, for the tea." Um, he uh, drank it. I mean, he owes you. That's how it yeah, works. Yeah. yeah, he probably would have wanted it anyways. He seemed like a pretty spontaneous guy. Hmm. You know, there's also the property damage. Hmm. Oh, uh, he takes a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, well, thanks, you guys. Um, every time you come here, it just makes my day a little bit better. Um, wow, she looks a, around. Um, <laughs> a lot of cleaning up to do. Um, hey, I'm a little. We uh, we were looking for somewhere to stay for the night. I'm a little worried about staying here now that this has all happened. Is there a, I don't know, a, a more secluded place that we could stay or? A, another inn or something that we could we could stay at perhaps well yeah there's inns they're in the what, city after all yeah what would you say is like the the seediest one the one that uh people go to 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 keep low you know oh, and also yeah. has like the best food well you can't have both those things at the same time saku unfortunately if it's gonna yeah, be kind of yeah. seedy it's not gonna be great food if we want good food we're gonna have to be out in the open yeah, we have, we have a really seedy inn. It's called the Seedy Banzai. That's just down the road. It's called the seediest of all inns. It's actually, their motto, it's right underneath the sign that says Seedy Banzai, the seediest like, of all inns. Seems like <laughs> odd marketing, but uh, all right. They own up to it. <laughs> oh, they it's do. True. I guess get ahead very of the, uh, the bad publicity. The very seedy. Actually, the owner's a green thumbs himself. Several seeds to go around. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been lovely. Thanks, right. Aiden. No problem, guys. Um. Uh, thanks again. Uh, and he sort of picks up a broom, and you see him start to like sweep like large pieces of like broken wood and rubble. And you seem to sort of look at it 
and started to drop the broom and just start pouring himself a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, Gai Sheng retrieves his many tiny knives. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, I actually used that move and it also involved throwing many sharp things, but that was in another one shot. Another one shot. <laughs> Another one. Okay, anyways, you make it to the scene. <laughs> so yeah, you leave you leave the sleeping phoenix. Pick um, up Onamu. You yeah, you see Onamu sort of peeking around the corner like, saw what you find is your soldiers just run out and Oh, I also pull my sword out of the wall. I just to be yes. clear, did not yes, forget no, that. For sure, there. for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. We uh we took care of it though. Don't worry about it. They're not gonna find you. Right. Well, I'm sure they won't. You scared them real good. I'm sure they won't go to their higher ups and come back with an even bigger squadron. That's completely it's not unlikely. Gonna, it's not going to matter um, at all. All right. Well, very well. What's the next word? I find that grown men don't like to report when they are beaten by teenagers. You do prove a point. You do prove yep. a point. Really, if anything, toxic masculinity is the biggest. Like force we've got on our side, I think. Fight the Fire Nation. <laughs> <laughs> they basically run off of toxic masculinity. So any way to drag that in the dirt, we'll take it. Um, All right. Well, we found a, a CD in that we think we can lay low at for a little bit. Get a good night's rest. Keep going in the morning. Excellent. Um, the food quality there is unsure, but I guess we'll just find out. All right. Saku, I did put some onigiri in your pack. I was waiting a little bit to tell you because I didn't want you to eat all of the snacks that I packed for you right when we left. Did, did you make them or did you grab them from Haydan? No, I made these onigiri. Oh. When we, before we left, oh. yeah. And those are in my pack? How did I miss that? I had them really, really well. Wow, all right. I'll wait till we get there. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you all make your way to <laughs> the cd bonsai uh subtext uh, the seediest of all ends um <laughs> you go into this inn and it's just a it's a very small inn there's one bonsai tree behind oh. the counter and it's like really sad too yeah <laughs> it's like it it's probably dead. We're like, yeah. we're not. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like pretty sure. There's, there's one, ta- there's one table that's occupied in the corner of like three old men playing pie show. But other than that, it's just completely dead. Um, uh, my good, my good owner, my wife and three kids, and I would like to uh, spend the night here. Yes. Um. That'll cost you. Oh. Some I money. Understand. Of course. I was hoping you were going to finish that sentence with money and not something else. So I'm, I'm oh. real, real glad you ended that with, with money. Uh, that all cost you your lives. <laughs> uh, we will happily, happily pay you any money that it requires in order to stay here. And Saku says, yeah, we have so much money. We will pay nope, nope, whatever. We don't have it. We have just enough money in order to pay you what we need in order to stay here for the night. Saku leans in close and says, "Do you guys do you guys offer room service?" Um, well, we have rooms that are serviced just for you. Oh, and I we turn will to serve, Ming. 
we will serve your rooms. I turn to Ming and I'm like, this is one of those places that has the food waiting for you inside the room. Oh, no, no. No food. No what? food. What? Oh. Just rooms. You lied to me. No, I said we serve your rooms. <sighs> Maybe you can look under the couch cushions for some breadcrumbs. <laughs> we'll probably find I several things in the couch cushions. I don't think those would be breadcrumbs. <laughs> Ew. Can we get the keys, please? Yes, here you go. And um, you guys give this man some money. Give you guys some keys. And um, how many rooms do you guys get? I think we should stay together. Yeah, just the one. Just yeah. the one. Onamu <laughs> definitely, definitely, like reluctantly, says, "All right." Um, like I'm fine with one room, but I'm not sharing my food. <laughs> Saku, if it makes you feel better, none of us were going to ask to eat any of the things you found inside those couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just going to check, just you know, for fun. I, I doubt I'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he gives you guys a key, and he doesn't even lead the way. He goes right up. He points just <laughs> right upstairs. Good luck. Thank, and thank you so much. As you're walking upstairs, you come to this hallway, and every single door has this sign on it that says "out of order." <laughs> besides one door that doesn't have any sign on it. I lean towards Yin Sh- Gai Shang and I say, "What? Why do you think he said good luck?" <sighs> I would prefer not to find out. <laughs> Sounds kind of foreboding. <laughs> For a for a in room, what does he got in there? You think they took the out of order room off of our door? <laughs> so you're like, there's actually like a like a patch where like dust has like a sunbleached like, patch. It's shaped, yeah, it's like shaped <laughs> in the sign of an out of order. It's a shape <laughs> in the shape of an out of order sign. No. Um, but yeah, you guys open the door and it's a very simple, quaint room. There's a single bonsai sitting on the windowsill. Is it and, also dead? Hmm? Is it also dead? This one is strangely alive, which is almost even more unsettling. It looks very <laughs> well kept. Um, but yeah, um, you guys just want to stay here and bed down for the night? I guess we, we don't would have been better off in the woods. Agreed. See, I don't think are so. Sh- are you sure you don't want to just like travel another hour and pitch a tent? Well, I was going to go see what kind of food this guy serves uh, and then go to bed. But uh, Gaxing is visibly si- exci- as excited as he can look by the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, it should be a group decision. Onamu, Saku, what do you say? Should we head out or? I think any any time we're moving closer to Bossing Say is time well spent. Well. We did pay for the room already. I will gladly cover the wages you spent to keep moving. Right, three against Money is two. nothing to me. <laughs> I mean, I've stayed in a lot of really nice inns in my time. Like really nice ones, like five stars, four stars. This is like the first one star one I've ever stayed in. I was kind of excited. 
Um, upon which you're all startled to see the owner setting the door away. And we actually don't have any charge. <laughs> Didn't even know even those were better. a thing. Um, Gaishing like had quickly like gotten into a race stance and drawn his sword slightly. And then surprise didn't say anything just and then just kind of slowly relaxes. And he just sort of seemingly hovers out of the doorway. <laughs> All right, yeah. that broke it for me. Decision. We got to get out of here. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go. Let's get out of here. Service. I'll sleep on the grass. I've Thank also never respect. stayed in a haunted inn before. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that to um, servers at restaurants. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> we kept so, saying he was servicing us rooms. <laughs> <laughs> he, said he, was, he, was, he said he was serving you guys rooms. <laughs> um, so we pack up. We ride out, out of the of city. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have to pack up because we never even unpacked. So yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Saku, Saku uh, thinks about it and the fact that we paid, so he grabs the bonsai tree and takes it with. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems only fair. Um, as you're leaving, you look back real quick to see the man just smiling, waving by to you. Um, you pass by the old men still just ignoring everything around them, playing pie show as you rush out of this inn. What would you guys like to do? You want to leave the city? Yeah. Find the woods. Awesome. Onward. Awesome. All right. So after helping head out a bit, you find your time is pretty much come to an end. And you head off into the direction of um, the next, maybe more. You find that the next place is the Sobai Oasis. And the sun is beginning to set but you do have a choice you can either stay here um in the woods in the wilderness where you are and sleep but you won't be traveling too much longer in the dark before you make it to Sobai oasis if you choose to do that Gaishing will present it like that then he'll he'll sort of make it an option for the group like we could camp here or if we push on for a little longer, make it to the oasis. If I'm reading the map correctly. Um, what do we know about as you said the Sobai Oasis? Sobai Oasis. Sobai what do we know anything about the Sobai Oasis? So um those of you who are native to the Earth Kingdom definitely know a little bit about it. You know that the in terms of the um people there they more or less try to stay uninvolved in the war efforts. They look at um, survival as their form of resistance. The oasis itself consists of many small communities scattered um, over the land. Um, you also know that the Fire Nation looks to more quote-unquote important um, places to sort of keep an eye on and inhabit and colonize so they don't really see the oasis as an important spot so isn't it also kind of the entrance to the uh desert yeah like the western mm -hmm. end of the desert yeah but your so trail kind of just cutting through it 
Oh, your trail actually takes you more along the edge of okay. the desert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're never really going to be in the middle of the desert. You're just yeah, but this is at the, the western edge the of the Siwang. So it would be a natural place to stop yeah. for a moment. And... Cool. Um, well, the nice thing is that uh, the Sobai Oasis doesn't really have a ton of Fire Nation soldiers there. So I think it might be a pretty safe place to, to rest on like uh Hiatu, so uh I mean my vote is that. Yeah, that sounds great. Ming. Ming. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Well now we go as well. Any place with the name Oasis in it seems like a pretty welcoming place. Um Gai Sheng has already like spurred on his, his <laughs> He was not waiting for that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys make your way um like i said um before you do get there the sun does fully set and you're traveling in the dark but just for a moment as you uh uh reach a hill and go over it and the oasis comes um into sight you see like several small like communities of like small buildings scattered throughout this oasis all around this central lake. Um, yeah, you guys make your way into town. Like I said, it is nighttime, but there still are a few um, locals scattered throughout doing, doing things, doing nightly routines. Um, what, what would you guys like to do? Find a place to sleep. Find a place to sleep. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, an inn comes into sight pretty soon after arriving here. It's the first inn you guys see. So if you guys get off um, your ostrich horses and enter the inn, um, it's definitely a lot less eerie than the last one. It's just your basic inn. There's a man behind the counter. Hello there. My name's Pung. How can I help you? Hi there, Pung. We uh we need a few rooms for uh, my wife and kids. We're we're spending the night here. Awesome, awesome. Um, what brings you here to this Obi Oasis? Just travel, you know. All good. All good. We're on kind of a food tour, you know, going from spot to spot, trying out the local cuisine. Maybe you can ah, help us out with knowing like where good. to eat. You know, that just seems like a it, it was kind of like a family vacation idea. My specialty is actually uh, some cold chili noodles. If you would like to try some of that as well. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys order some rooms. How many rooms? You said, you said, you said some rooms, Troy. Yeah, I think we can do less than more than one this time. Yeah. Now that we're, yeah. we're not in a town where we pissed off some Fire Nation soldiers. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's five of us, so like probably like two rooms, three rooms. Yeah, maybe two. Two. Yeah, yeah. Two rooms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where are some? A couple of you sounds like you get some of that cold chili noodles. Mm. Um. While you're sort of figuring out the rooms, Pung's giving you your keys. Um. Kind of sitting at the counter a little bit off to the side of you guys 
you see what looks like this um earth kingdom like guard like she's in like earth kingdom like military attire and you see some of you catch notice that she seems to be kind of like side eyeing onamu as onamu kind of pulls her hood more over her face and tries to remain inconspicuous um, but you can't help but notice this guard sort of staring into your guys's direction I lean over to Onamu and I say, see, the key to a situation like this is you got to stare right back at them until they feel uncomfortable and then they look away. Well, definitely keep that in mind, Saku. Um, Here, I got you. And I just look over and just start staring at this guard and I, like, I open my eyes like really like absurdly wide. Um... She switches her gaze to you, Saki, and goes, hmm, what, what does bring you all to the Sobai Oasis? She's well, like I was just telling the, the guy running the counter over there, basically our family's on a little vacation here. We're trying to go from like place to place, trying out all the interesting cuisine and such, you know, kind of a mom and mom and mom wanted to really culture us kids. Uh, and and really help us like uh, uh, taste a lot of the different like Earth Kingdom cuisine that we wouldn't have just found at home. Um, looking between all five of you and the insinuation that you're all related, and looking between all of you, um, definitely a little. She's a little confused at that. Um, why don't you roll a trick? Okay. Can all right. Oh, Let's see what he rolls. Yeah, I've got I've got something that could help too. And that's with creativity. Uh, that's a six. I, uh, I will uh, seeing like her her hesitancy that we're a family. I'll be like, well, you ain't never seen a blended family before. Come on, we don't buy. It. Come and get to know us here. Come on over here. We'll buy you a drink. Uh, and I will mark fatigue to push that up to a seven. Okay. Nice. Okay, I was going to go with a much more awkward round. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Maybe I Joy love it. like oh. saw you about to step in. He's like, shh, no, we're just a blend of family. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just a blend of family. Well, that's essentially what he's going to go for. He's just going to make her feel bad about even questioning it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my i uh, you would lean into the hospitality invite them for a drink make them feel bad start crying all right so on a seven to nine uh you get to pick one they either uh, stumble oh yeah, oh no go for it yeah they either stumble and you take a plus one forward to act against them they act foolishly um and i'll tell you another additional opportunity that they give you or they overcommit and are deceived for some time i think it makes sense that they overcommit and they're deceived for some time all right. Um, upon saying that, and upon Joy's kind of welcome, diligent engagement, like, I, I apologize. I, being the only militia guard left in, here in the Oasis, I can't help but be cautious. You know, it's my, I'm appointed to protect the, the Oasis, and you know, I try my best to do that. But I'll, I'll come have a drink. I'll come have a drink with you. And, We're also having some cold chili noodles if you want some too. 
beautiful. And she comes and sits down on a seat right next to Onamu as Onamu sort of looks the other way. (laughs) (laughs) First priority in the morning is going to be getting Onamu like a fake beard or something. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to forgive my wife. Uh, She has terrible indigestion. Uh, we had some uh, uh, camel ostrich milk earlier, and it just does not sit well with her mm. tummy. So I'm I'm so sorry mm. about that. Normally, she's such a such a bright and warm person, but mother, I will take Ma upstairs so she can rest. Gushing, that is and a I wonderful will. idea. Thank you so much. You're you are a huge blessing. I will I- stand over. Uh, on my on my. Onamu. Onamu. Thank you. <laughs> Onamu. And like offer my hand to like steady her up and raise her up. Um, Not taking the hand. She just stands up and sort of still hood down rushes upstairs. When you gotta go, oh, you gotta man. go. <laughs> <laughs> I call up uh, as, as Guy Shang is heading up. I'm like, I'll, I'll bring your noodles upstairs for you. I don't think that'll be necessary, Saku. More for I'll me. sit down. I'll sit down where she was sitting. Oh, oh, he's not going. Okay. Um, the crowd goes very, very interesting, interesting family. Um, my apologies. How rude of me. My name is uh Maluo. Um, nice, nice, nice to meet you all. Um, uh, Mrs. Uh, looking at Joy. Uh. Mrs. D. Ah, Mrs. D. Lovely, lovely to meet you and your, your beautiful children and your lo- lovely wife. Um, yes? All right. And pretty awkwardly, she just started sipping <laughs> tea and eating some noodles. Uh, how, how long have you been uh, stationed here, Malua? Oh, um, upwards of a year now, I'd say. Um, Honestly, that's still a little longer than I'd like. I would like nothing better but to leave and be more involved with the war, but this is my home, and I felt I needed to come back here to protect it. Well, thank you for your service. It must be mighty lonely out here. Oh, well, thank, thank you very much. I mean, you know, the, the locals are lovely, and... It's my home, so my family's here, so it's hmm. quite the opposite of lonely, actually. It must be exhausting to be the only guard here in town. Yes, um, everyone just sort of comes to me, especially that, that irritating Ba, the magistrate appointed by the Earth Kingdom here, just always seems to just stay in his house and do nothing to help the locals at all, so I'm sort of the one that ends up doing all the work that he was really appointed to do. Hmm. Well, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw this bar? Um, maybe a few days ago. He went to buy a couple of tea leaves and just rushed back into his house. He never really seemed doing anything more than doing the grocery shopping that is house hens don't feel like doing I don't know. Hmm. 
This man is important. Ah, uh, yes, he is the um, the mayor, more or less, of the Oasis. It's less. It's he's appointed by the Earth Kingdom to act as a magistrate for the Oasis. But he Maybe. does nothing. Mm, nothing at all. Gaishang just looks very confused. <laughs> I think what we should do is probably hold some kind of an election and we could get him out of here and we could instate you as the new magistrate. I, I do want to leave at some point. So I don't know if I would want to take on that role. Also seems like a bit of a convoluted plan there, Saku. I don't know. We, we, uh, <laughs> we've got so many places that we got to visit and an election campaign takes months to get off the ground and run properly. And then you have to start doing some smear campaigns and some political ads of your own. Then you got to have debates. It's going to, we don't have the time for that. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's all right, mom. I, I, I yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Guy Shang looks painfully confused. <laughs> His brow is incredibly furrowed and just <laughs> a little worried, even. I think Guy Shang is right. He speaks for the rest of us when he says that uh, this, this definitely seems like a problem for this. Do you call it a town? It's an oasis. What do you call mm. it? People call it the oasis. People call it the town. The village. Oh, there's a lake in there. They call it the lake a lake. Hmm. Um, this is an inn. We're sitting in an inn. Um, that's a chair. All right, I'll just stop um, you right there. You're just naming things you're saying now. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she pointed at something to say, like, you know, that's a chair, Saku's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, more out of politeness. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, we'll wait for our cold chili noodles and the tea, and I think uh, wrap up the conversation and get up to our room. Yeah, yeah. Lovely meeting you all. Um, I'll probably see you in the morning. This is I come here for breakfast every day. Um, yeah. We're here. You'll see us. All right. Have a have a lovely night. Um, she bids you adieu. As you Good night. Is there anything you guys would like to do before bedding down for the night? Who's bunking with who? Yeah. Who's with who? Maybe the maybe the girls and the guys. All right, sounds good to me. Yeah, sure. Or we girls could draw straws, random. <laughs> that would be no, gosh. <laughs> That'd be funny just for Onamu's experience. I assume. <laughs> wait, I assume that the beds, there's only like two beds in a room. Yeah, that it's two twins per room. Yeah, so Gaishing. Ming, I don't plan on sleeping in the bed if you'd like to come into our room to sleep. You can use the mattress. I don't know. Guys are kind of smelly and they snore loudly. <laughs> Visible confusion. Uh, <laughs> I will. I could move the mattress into your room. That would be 
be very nice. I'd appreciate that. All right. And he, he, will, he will do so. He will take the whole mattress frame <laughs> out of the room, just lift it out, clearly bangs it on the wall, just whatever, <laughs> doesn't care. <laughs> Carries it into the other hotel room, sort of sets it up as nicely as he can. <laughs> we need to get like an artist to put Guy Shang's visibly confused look onto a t-shirt. Yes. Visible <laughs> <laughs> confusion. There's this visible confusion underneath it. Uh, as Kai Sheng is leaving, though, Joe would be like, uh, Kai Sheng, can we, uh, can we talk for a moment? Mm, yes. Saku says, ooh, Kai Sheng's in trouble. Kai Sheng is not in trouble, and you're going to be in trouble if you keep talking back to me like that. Saku oh, rushes snap. back into our room and closes the door. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you kids. You are uh, a rat handful. I uh, just wanted to uh, want to check in. How you doing? Um. Well, I have eaten. I am tired. Good. How good, are yeah. you? Uh, all right. I can see that pleasantries aren't really gonna uh, do it with you. It's kind of a, a necessary thing where I come from to do the pleasantry thing. But uh, let me just ask you um, straight up: what, what were you thinking when you decided to fight those Fire Nation soldiers? Well. I hadn't decided that until they decided to fight me. I left it up to them. I... Gosh, I know you. I have a hard time believing that you did not egg them on. (laughs) I may have tipped the situation in my favor if they chose to fight me, but I didn't choose for them. Look, I wasn't worried about you. I know you can take care of yourself. <sighs> We're trying to keep a low profile. We got to get to Balsing Say. We got to get Unamu there. Uh, we, we, we've got to see, I mean, we need to make sure that Long Feng gets access to the information that she's got. I'm going to need you to rein it in just a little bit, all right? Um, I would, I would like to take advantage of the fact that I'm your lodestar. Mm. I cannot. I don't even get. There's no roll necessary. You get a ten if yeah. you roll. Uh, if you're yeah, trying to is definitely shift my balance or call me out. Call you out, yeah. So I'd like to, I'd like to call you out. Okay. Um, so on a hit, uh, you are called to act, as they say. Uh, I have to shift. Let's see. Um, open and call. Shift my balance away from center. So I am going to. Um, I'm actually going to shift towards connection. Makes sense. And yeah, on a hit, you're called to act as I say, or if you don't, you mark a condition. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Is that clear, Gashang? Yes, ma'am. And yeah, he 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 will, for all intents and purposes, seem to 
take that advice. Um, and as you sort of walk away, Joy will just be like, and when I tell you it's time to fight, I expect you to show up. I could have done more than five. And then I know you just keep walking out. I know you could have. And then I'll go back. No, I'm sorry. I I, I was just going to say, I go back to to the room with everyone else. All right. Ming, Saku, is there anything you guys, either of you guys would like to do before bedding down? Are we in the the same room? I believe uh, believe, Saku and Gaisheng. Gaisheng. Okay. So I start talking to... uh, to Ming and I say, okay, I've been thinking about this all day. So here's some ideas that I've got for uh, uh, ostrich horse. All right, so ginseng, matcha, mochi, bao, tofu, want and he just starts listing off foods that he thinks would make for great names for the ostrich horse. Wait, is he in our room or am I in his room? <laughs> Somehow I like the image of not being in the same room, but Basaku just bursts into the girls' room and starts <laughs> yeah, yeah. yelling yeah, at all these names. <laughs> okay, in that case, um, I'm just going to be sitting in the bed kind of going like, yeah, that one sounds great. And then eventually I just stop talking and <laughs> I like fall asleep, but I don't it's know. It's like the classic like sleepover conundrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you're trying to talk to your friend, like he's hey, you still awake? You ah. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. And I go back to the to the room I'm in, and I take the uh, bonsai tree and I put it up on the window. I, do we have like an outside facing room that we yeah. have like a window? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the windowsill just to like that seems like the right place to put it. All right. So, as you guys all bed down for tonight, um. The camera kind of shifts a little bit over to Anamu as we see her clutching tightly this um, small case, which pretty obviously holds the war plans in it. Um, she's holding it close to her chest as she's attempting to fall asleep. The camera shifts back into Saku and Gai Shang's room as it moves uh, through the window past that bonsai out um, of the oasis. Um, the camera quickly moves to the hill that you guys went over as um, we hear a loud <sighs> this hoof almost as or a burr, whatever animals do when they're breathing heavily. I don't know. Um, as pant. we see they pant. pant as, we, <laughs> <laughs> as this large foot uh, this rhino's foot stomps in the screen. As the pan- camera pans up, um, we see someone familiar to the party, this obvious um, Fire Nation man. He has his hair kind of styled up into this ponytail that he's decorated with these um, orange feathers. You recognize him as Colonel Monke, the leader of the Rough Rhinos. As he is, he has two other men on these animals next to him. As he's sort of just like smirking, looking down at this oasis. Um, he looks over to the man on his left and goes, Vakir, do your thing. And this man, the man on his left goes, gladly. 
as he dips these arrows into this oil mounted onto this rhino he's on and blows fire from his mouth onto these three arrows and pulls back and, <laughs> and lets them loose. And we'll have to see what happens next session. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Rough Rhino's right. caught up. The Rough Rhino's caught up to us. Um, mm. Thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. That was some good yeah, stuff. Thank you, and thank you, Skylar and Michaela, for hopping on guys. this chaos with us. Um, if people are mm. interested in hearing more from the two of you, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So we have the uh, Benders and Brews podcast, which you can find you know anywhere podcasts can be found: iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, you can find us just you know Google us, and you'll find all our socials, etc. And uh, yeah, listen to the show. If you enjoy Avatar, Avatar, uh, Korra or Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender, and you enjoy kind of like a TTRPG setting, it's right up your alley. So yeah. Basically, if you like. Yeah, if you like this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) I I love Benders and Brews. It's a much if I can give a shout out like it's a it's got like that cozy vibe. Um, which, which I love it, it hits that which much more than like the high octane action that avatar can sometimes get into. You guys do a good yeah. job of, mm-hmm. of having action be like a, a side thing. So, um, mm, very awesome. fun. You guys are doing some yeah. good stuff. So thanks so much for joining us and we will have to have you guys back so we can finish this. Oh, one absolutely. Shot, figure out what awesome. happens. Yes. All right. We'll awesome. see you next well, time. Thank everybody. you guys so much. Yeah. See we'll see you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Flying Bison Podcast is an independent podcast. If you feel like directly supporting the show, please check out our Patreon. While the Flying Bison Podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actors may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sunday, and outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes.